is alive on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other 97.3. No need to change. Keep it tuned to City. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 7.3 Words fail me when it comes to you To say thank you seems just not enough But what more can I say627. Welcome to Monday, the 12th of December, 2022. This is the City Breakfast Show, live on your dial 97.3 FM. Good morning, bonjour, buenos dias. Let's have breakfast. My name is Nathan Kwa, sitting in for Bernard Avle. Sasanona bringing you the biggest breakfast in town. 
grab a seat and let's have breakfast join us on the number 0549986996 on twitter at city973 hashtag citycbs start off with our business sense brought to us by adb adb has the payday plus and that helps you to sort out any pressing needs that will show up before payday you can access up to 10,000 CDs or 80% of your next monthly salary. And there's no interest on repayments within 30 days and your money hits your account the same day. If you are interested, call Meredith on 0243-273-369 or now on 0244-284197. ADB truly are Greek and more. Our business today comes from Harold McCallendon who says, Do not follow where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. Do not follow where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. So this week, the call to action is to find some place or find a place where there is no path. Chart your own path so others can follow. When we often talk about leadership, we talk about getting our people to do big things to love them as human beings let them realize their potential but essentially leading is taking that first step and in whatever space you are you can take that first step so go where there's no path chart that path and let many others follow that's when you are leading that's our business sense for the morning brought to us by adb adb truly a great and more Coming up next is the newspaper review. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the City Breakfast Show. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Papa, me no look nobody face, no papa. Clean and up, papa, my waist laid and kappa. Man a raga muffin at a rapper. Check my settings, can't find no iOS. My ratings, stronger than SOS. Girl a fly over, for the same old flex. Another for me can next man vex. Cause me do me work, 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 work. Clean up all the dirt, 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 dirt. I no chicken, I no jerk, 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 jerk. Just to do me work, 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 work. Like rocket, people make the bad man clap it. Watch the girl, they might work it. People die when the sun boy drop it. Whole place shot like rocket, people die make the bad man clap it. Watch the girl and track it. People die. 
Corona take off people's shoes from sleeper. Make them dance barefoot like motor baroka. Bad man play man at a boss soccer na snooker. Rockabilly great na come closer than no oka. Dung in a Jamaica they ma dance they go the creeper. As on to dung I got a couple up with a kaida. Big nation to the world me a the leader. Me do so every road and make it feeder. Cause me do me work 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 work. Clean up all the dirt. Six Welcome to the newspaper review. You're listening to the sounds of Stone Boy, and he will be live at the situation. Outdoor party 2022 happening on Saturday, December 24th, the La Palm Royal Beach Hotel in Accra. Starts at 8 p.m. And it's the all-white Christmas party. Stoneboy will be there. Lin Chin Chin Band will be there. Prior will be there. Aquabua will be there as well. Get your platinum, diamond, gold, silver. And uh, gold table bookings. Plus, Abiana will be there as well. Chaleso is a night of all-round fun and goodness. Call 0205-973-973 or 0558-973-973. The Situation Outdoor Party sponsored by Ebony Condoms, Series Doritos and Lays, supported by City FM and Ghana Weekend, and by City TV. This is a Beyond the Return event. Yep. Coming up next is a newspaper review brought to us by Fidelity Bank. Fidelity Bank has the Sikaboom promo for you. There's 100,000 CDs to be won in the grand draw. All you have to do is deposit and maintain 300 CDs and multiples of it in your account. And you could win big. Open your Fidelity account today and make that deposit today. C's and C's apply. Fidelity Bank, believe with us. Total Energy is also bringing us the newspaper review. They are three-time winners of the Petroleum Company of the Year Award given out by the CIMG. They've been, in, they've been inducted into the CIMG's Hall of Fame for Petroleum and they say they'll keep giving you exciting and innovative products and services that meet your needs and expectations. The segment is also brought to us by Kelchako Toothpaste. Kelchako Toothpaste, happy smile. Let me welcome Kokui Salome Hansen after uh, some time away. It's been a while. De la Sky. <laughs> Hi. Good morning. Guys. Morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, yes, good, yes, morning. Yes, good morning. 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 Good No, you deliver the tea. I said, no, as you as you do the tea finish, then we always say no no the tea the Christmas Charlie. That'd be the end of the you whole Christmas ah, calendar. Charlie, ah man. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie. It, was a, it was a vibe. Charlie, you'll be deadly. You'll no, be deadly. Charlie, Sky, thank you. No, no, you'll be deadly. You'll be deadly. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, so now we, they can't do D2R. We, the, yeah. the, the, the proper no, situation, Charlie? Yeah, that's what they is call gonna the be. situation. Yeah. Huh? Stone boy. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. 
No, Young man, people day. Yeah, people, people day. That will be the situation. It will be the that situation. There will not be any disappointment. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, there will be the situation. Something, if you saw another people for sure. Yeah, you saw no. Yes, you buy the haircuts. You buy platinum tables. Platinum tables. Yes. You won't be searching for where your gold table is. No, 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 no. Everything will be perfect. Come with your friends. Book your table. Everything is in Ghana cities. Do you understand? Uh-huh. You know exactly where you're going. Yep. Everybody will lead you to where you're supposed to be. Yes. You'll get all your drinks. Thank you. You'll get your buffet. Yes. You'll get your girls. Uh-huh. You'll have your stone boy. Uh-huh. You'll have your aqua boy. Uh-huh. You'll have your abiana. Uh-huh. You'll have your uh, prior. Uh-huh. You'll have everything you want uh-huh. in the situation. Uh-huh. Charlie, uh-huh. call the number now. Yes. Book your table now. Yes. Before no. it sells out. Uh-huh. We, we've told you. Uh-huh. Yes. Book in advance. Uh, <laughs> so, if you haven't already, yes. you only have about what, 12 days to go. Yes! Don't wait till the last minute, please. Book what what table are we? What race are you? That kind of. Try number. Number. Is 0205 973 24th December. Yow. I'm not going to see all that in Ghana. Uh-huh. It'll be too much. Okay. <laughs> it's PM. Dress code. Oh, yeah. White. Platinum. Diamond. Silver. Table bookings and seats you can 0205 973 0 Make your reservations now. Yeah. Wrap up the year in style. Yeah. Now, nah, ebony condoms, about how condom. Ceres, about how juice, about Doritos, about chips, Kelly's, City FM, City TV, about Shabu and Funi, about now we TV listen situation 24th december uh-huh. be there or be square uh-huh. you will dance all night long uh-huh. how would you why would you even dare miss this I'm a director in the car. Zoom. Karika Papaya. Zoom. So good to good Ali. Zoom. Anyway, let's go. The Daily Graphic says this morning, discussions on economy. Patriotism must reign supreme. That's according to the president speaking at NAFAC at 60. Mm. Also, on the front page this morning, Dufour proposes a rescue team to resolve economic challenges. Mm. And Rice Vegetable Cultivation Initiative launched. All right. Let's go to the Chronicle. Mm-hmm. All right. Who born dog? Accra Commando slapped in traffic oh. by 61-year-old pensioner. And the commando they're referring to is our great Accra Regional Minister, hey. Mr. Henry Quarte. I see. The Honorable. Hey. 
Yeah. Also, 70,000 out-of-school children to be sent back. Mm-hmm. Alan Cash to pay for NPP delegates' album. Mm-hmm. We're using agriculture to address unbridled imports, mm-hmm. says Ofriata. And President to NLA, sanitized lottery industry. Also, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 29. Do not plot harm against your neighbor who lives trustfully near you. The Daily Guide is here this morning. Big story, says this morning. Alan Storm's NPP headquarters promises to fund albums also on the front page this morning hannah bisu pablo retained seats in ndc nana lords nla Okay. Yes, the the Ghanaian Times front page. Don't undermine nation's peace and unity. President urges Ghanaians. And 2023 budget. Parliament races against time to approve budget as minority threatens to reject some tax handles and allocations. File annual returns and renewals or lose your business. This is the Office of the Registrar General. Mm. And the Ghana Health Service prompts the public to get COVID-19 jabs to prevent infection at Christmas. You know, around this time of year, you see an uptick in some mm-hmm. of the numbers. Mm-hmm. Also, on the back page, GT Sports historic as Morocco edge Portugal to book Africa's first semi-final ticket Mm -hmm. in the FIFA World Cup. And Hurricane misses a penalty in England loss to France. The final says this morning, commercial agric journey to address unbridled imports begin. That's according to the Minister for Finance, Ken Oforiata. On the front page, we have the Chief of Staff, Frema Oseopare, on a tractor doing some plowing here. Also on the front page, CD Post, world's biggest gain against the u.s dollar and include compensation land acquisition cost in abidjan lagos corridor highway project according to amwako Atta. Business and Financial Times front page. Miners are unhappy with gold for oil barter policy. Also, little ride-hailing service arrives on December 15th. Mm-hmm. Government unveils Ghana Cares EEP to create 200,000 jobs. Access to finance will boost trade by $2 billion. Limestone-rich Krobo communities are deprived of development. Mm-hmm. And IGP eulogizes Dr. Japong for multifaceted business feat. The Herald says this morning, John Mahama doesn't support Asiedun Ketia as NDC National Chairman. Victor Smith reveals as ex-Adenta MP also chases outgoing General Secretary Gidi Gidi. Mm-hmm. Also on the front page this morning, GMPC lawyers caught cooking illegal $1 million ESB for KK Sapong. Also on the front page <laughs> this morning, VRA ECG record $709.9 million US dollar loss through debty Jensei deal. Uh, Pablo and Hanabisu's story retaining the NDC uh, seats they have hmm. also on the front page. The New Crusading Guide front page. Alan surprises NPP to bear cost of printing all 275 constituency delegates albums. Mm. Also, IGP eulogizes ZoomLine CEO for multifaceted business feat. VRA, ECG, Gridco and Ghana Gas Workers are angry at the Ministry of Energy over decision on Genser deal. Uh, NPP MP appeals to organize labor to support government and revive the economy. Mm-hmm. And Ikufuado charges the NLA to ensure responsible gaming. Let me take you to the um, Inquisitor. State land loot. Nocturnal work on ISD land. The people are working <laughs> in the night. Also on the front page, Dagon Honest Energy Minister today. And also we are told Nanado 
comments NLA. The Ghanaian publisher front page, IGP applauds Dr. Japong for his business feats. Mm-hmm. Lands Minister declares Accra Zoo safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan steps up again, donates 100,000 Ghana CDs and pledges to fund Delegate's album. And the story that's been trending everywhere since yesterday, WizKid disrespects Ghanaians oh. and organizers promise a refund. The new publisher oh. says this morning, thousands accuse WizKid of scam. Uh, organizers promise refund. Also, Chase Clean Lotto Money. Nanado Dankwe Kufuado speaking. Um, some other stories on the front page this morning. And the Anchor newspaper. Defective Ghana card leaves SIM subscribers frustrated. Mm-hmm. Many can't complete their bio capture even after acquiring the card. Maslock honors J.A. Kufour on commemoration of its 60th anniversary. Oh, sorry, 16th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Chaos and violence mar the NDC election after acrimonious youth and women's organizer race. Oh. And Ifea Koto denies throwing shade at Kufuado. That's all on the front page of the Anchor newspaper. Okay, if you go online, citynewsroom.com. Um, Stories. Mm-hmm. Um, Toby Afede writes are self-inflicted monumental economic crisis. Sorry. Interesting. Capra's hmm. robbery: two armed robbers killed, one arrested. Mm-hmm. Police declare 16 persons wanted over violence at NDC polls. Announced 10,000 CD bounty, and help Ekufado build national cathedral to avoid shame. Mm-hmm. That's coming. <laughs> from the <laughs> and don't take loans from these 19 unlicensed firms that's according to the BOG so the BOG <laughs> issuing out a warning but if they are unlicensed then somebody should be working to close them down mm. we should be telling us that we shouldn't I mean, close, if they are there some people might not understand this thing you mm-hmm. know you understand <laughs> so but they are saying don't take you for now don't take loans from them Mm. That's what they are saying. Mm. If you go to citybusinessnews.com, mm. mm. Bloomberg says CD now world best performing currency. Really? Mm. The thing is, at 13 or 12 or something, mm. that's mm. very, very high. Mm. You shouldn't be telling us about this, something world performing. Anyway, Bring the thing to six or five. Anyway, the, and the, let's the, talk about world best something. Charlie. Okay. The, the BOG's warning is also on citybusinessnews.com. DVLA announces guidelines for 2023 vehicle registration. So, okay. those who have plans of registering vehicles, mm-hmm. Be careful or take note. Debt mm. reading Ghana City post world's biggest gain against US dollar. Yeah. And IMF and Ghana expected to reach staff level staff level agreement mm-hmm. by Tuesday. If you go to citysportsonline.com, Cristiano Ronaldo silent on his future with um, Portugal national team. Mm. Adidas reveals Al Hilm match ball for semis and final. Okay. Black Galaxies fight back to Pip Hearts in friendly clash. And on the basketball side of things, Ben Bento delivers MVP performance in Red Star Belgrade uh-huh. League win. And Hurricane says he'll live with a missed penalty oh, against France. Okay. Yeah, he has to live with that. Okay, if you go to uh, myjoyonline.com, let's not bring shame upon our country. Um, and the president, Ochini, please for support to build national cathedral. That I find really interesting. Parliament's legal affairs committee chair says Oferiata's exit will deepen public confidence in economy. Okay. And uh, I'm not aware of a Kufado's meeting with majority caucus over Oferiata's dismissal. That's according to Aimedu entry. And um, also in Parliament, it says. Um, Minority should have withdrawn censure motion. That's according to the same MP. Are you doing entry? Plus, Whisked apologizes for failing to show up at debut live concert in Accra. Charlie, over the weekend, that was what was hot 
Trending. All right, let's get into the story. Okay, okay. Um, so let me take off this morning with a daily graphic. Two quick stories, discussions on economy, patriotism, must reign supreme, the president speaking. And uh, from Cape Coast, Shelley, Asiedu Ado reporting for the daily graphics, says President Anado Danko Kufuado has called for more selfless, patriotic approaches to discussions <clears throat> around the economy and other areas of development. Now, he said that it was time to eschew um, extreme political partisanship in discussions around the economy and look to attaining the collective success and well-being of ordinary Ghanaians. Now, the president said, now more than ever, the economy was in need of patriotic citizens who were ready to put the well-being of the country about selfish interest. Now, the president was speaking at the opening of the 60th anniversary celebrations of the National Festival of Arts and Culture, NAFAC, in Cape Coast in the central region last Saturday. Now, let me take you to the other story, which is on page 16. Dr. Dufour proposes rescue team to resolve economic challenges. Now, Samuel Dodu, writing for the uh, graphic, says this morning, a former Minister of Finance, Dr. Kobana Dufour, has proposed the establishment of a national economic rescue team to help find immediate and lasting solutions to the current economic challenges. Mm -hmm. Now, he said a death of the economic crisis and the ongoing attempt to restructure the domestic mm -hmm. debt tools, economic or microeconomic stability and recovery of the economy call for the establishment of an economic recovery team. There's a direct quote here that says, this is so because it has been established that no problem can be solved from the same level of consciousness that created the problems hence there is a need for the establishment of an economic national rescue team to resolve the present crisis okay, okay. i'm gonna go to, oh, to yes i just wanted yeah. to give you an, an adjoining story mm -hmm. and this on citybusinessnews.com and it mm -hmm. says um city now world best performing currency that's according mm -hmm. to bloomberg yeah. mm -hmm. the story says last week the ghanaian city was recorded as the best performing currency in the world this short burst of positive momentum mm -hmm. is as a result of ghana's plan to reorganize its local debt the story says the report is courtesy of Bloomberg which revealed that the rise in currency value mm -hmm. is coming alongside optimism of realizing the three billion dollar bailout yeah. the country has been requesting from the IMF for months mm -hmm. on the IMF bit the um, citynewsroom.com is uh, saying mm -hmm. that the IMF and the country is expected to reach a staff level agreement by Tuesday mm -hmm. okay so that is the update there in terms of the economy so we should expect to hear a lot more mm -hmm. from the powers that be on the imf and what it has in store for the country okay let's go to the ghana health service this is in the ghanaian times this morning and it's important because we know the festive season is here there are so many events going on and the ghs is prompting the public to mm -hmm. get covid19 jabs to prevent infection at christmas mm -hmm. so the ghana health service has entreated unvaccinated and partially vaccinated members of the public to get their covid19 jabs to guard against infection during the yuletide normally we get a spike in cases in january because lots of human activities happen during the festive season but we can reduce that with vaccination. The best time to vaccinate is now. Mm -hmm. The best gift you can give yourself, your family and loved ones this Christmas is to vaccinate against COVID-19 mm -hmm. so we can all stay protected. The Director General of GHS, Dr. Patrick Kumwabwaji, advised. He was speaking at the launch of the fifth round of the National COVID-19 Vaccination Days campaign in Accra on Friday. Mm -hmm. The exercise begins on Wednesday, 14th of December. It goes to Sunday, December 18th, and it targets administering at least 1.4 million doses of COVID-19 vac vaccines nationwide. 
nationwide. It will cover all eligible persons from 15 years and above, including pregnant women, with over 6,000 vaccination teams scheduled to carry out the exercise using static and mobile strategies to reach unvaccinated persons. Now, Dr. Kumar Bwaji said, although uptake of the COVID-19 vaccines have been impressive, there's still the need to reach all persons to achieve herd immunity in the country. With the first, second, third, and fourth rounds of these campaigns, the total number of administered doses at the end of November 2022 is about 21 million doses. Over 12 million people currently in Ghana have had at least one dose. Over 9 million are fully immunized. But Director General says the end is far from sight. The virus is unpredictable. A large proportion of the population who are eligible remain unvaccinated. And he says vaccination is the most effective way of protecting us against the disease. So let's all do our part in order to stop its negative impact on all of us. Okay, great. Let's get back to the economy. Nathan mentioned something much earlier. Togbi Afede has mm. made some very yes. Um, yes, important yes, 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 yes. Uh, call in a long episode to government and Ghanaians. And uh, somewhere in the conclusions, he makes specific recommendations that he says we must be looking at. For instance, as an alternative, government could decide the following quickly and make projections of revenue and expenditure accordingly to form the basis of a new strategy in debt negotiations. One, implementation of the most drastic measures necessary to rein in corruption. Um, two, increase of taxes on high-income earners, companies and poverty. Mm. Introduction of taxes on income from tax-exempt government domestic bill and bond investments. Three, immediate reintroduction of rotos at uh, much higher rates than they were in the past. Uh, suspension, that is five. Five says suspension of non-essential new capital projects. And then also suspension of funding of non-essential and unproductive projects like the National Cathedral. And then also, he says, implementation of other expenditure reduction measures to affect, among others, a number of political appointments, allowances paid to public sector employees, foreign scholarships, uh, foreign travel, vehicle procurement, and end-of-service benefits. Goes on to say, feeding of non-essential capital expenditure by major state-owned enterprises and enhancement of their dividend payments to government. And finally, the ninth one says, support of private sector investment in uh, infrastructure projects. And finally, the 10 says, sale of non-strategic state assets. And he concludes by saying, the dangers we faced were evident and these measures could have been implemented at least a year ago if we had not been in denial. Mm. And he goes on to conclude very positively. Okay. okay. All right. Talking about National Cathedral quickly, mm -hmm. uh, the Ochin from Waiter for Repaying the Second mm -hmm. has called on Ghanaians to support the building of the cathedral okay. so that the president is not embarrassed. Okay. He was speaking to the board of trustees of the National Cathedral on Friday okay. and uh, he urged them to do whatever or they could, <laughs> sorry, to so ensure that the cathedral would be built to the glory of God. Mm. So it's more about presidential embarrassment, not about whether we have the money to uh, He it. says we should build it and uh, if we build it, it will be the president okay. will not be embarrassed. Two okay. quick okay. stories, yes, very yes, quickly. Yes, so yes. in the Chronicle, first of all, Accra Commando slapped in traffic. Speaking about the regional minister, Henry Kwarte, um, apparently an Accra Circuit Court presided over by Samuel Bright Aqua has advised that the security detail of the Greater Accra Regional Minister should be changed following an alleged assault on him by his family head. So this, so this is what happened. 
Parliament on December the 8th, 2022, at about 1.10 p.m., Mr. Kwate, together with the security detail, were visiting Osu. On reaching a section of the road, he observed that the accused had blocked it with his Kia Bongo car, preventing the minister and others from accessing the road. The court was informed that the complainant signaled the accused to give way to him and the other road users, but he refused and retorted that nobody can access the road unless he finishes with what he's doing. The action of the accused person created heavy traffic jam on that stretch of the road. Based on that, the Honorable Minister decided to advise the accused person to move his car from the road, but the accused ignored the regional minister. According to the prosecution, he rather became violent and threatened the minister and said if he gets close to him, he'll kill him. In addition to the threat, the accused resorted to using offensive words, including a claim that he's a thief and has stolen state money but is moving freely. In a sequence of events, the accused later abandoned the vehicle in the middle of the road, locked it, removed the ignition key, kept it in his pocket, rushed on the regional minister and slapped him. It was at this instance that the security detail of the minister, who the court suggests should be changed, moved in swiftly to arrest the accused person. And then finally, very quickly, Whiskid disrespects Ghanaians. This is in the Ghanaian publisher. Organizers of the Whiskid Live in Accra concert held at the stadium um they're saying that all persons who bought attendance tickets will have a full refund after the event ended without any performance whatsoever from the headline artist Wizkid, nigerian superstar yeah so we'll talk about that I later the all right. said, yeah look because of my asset the team is not coming well so he wanted to change <laughs> that <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that later thank you uh Kokui. thank you richard that was the newspaper review coming up next is the city business news this is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. We're sorry to interrupt this program for a breaking news story. Information reaching us is that the whole country has been thrown into a state of joy and excitement about the new look of Total Energy's lubricants. Our correspondent Kwame Usu is standing by to bring us the very latest developments. Kwame, what exactly is the situation where you are? <laughs> Emmanuel, I must say there's a huge crowd here with drivers and customers extremely excited about the new Total Energy's lubricants bottle. I have with me here one of the drivers. Hello, boss. Yes, you are live on Quartz 202.1 FM. Tell us the reason for your joy. My name is Wawon, and for 10 years, I use only Total Energy's lubricants for efficiency and performance of my car engine. With a new bottle, it's easier to read, carry, and pour. New bottle design and color, new label, new cap, and security features with a QR code. Massa is the same superior oil quality. Challenge, this is performance at first sight. So you had it right. Total Energy's lubricants bottle have been entirely redesigned into a modern and premium pack to give you the best experience. Reporting live from the capital, this is Kwame Usu. Courts, keep your engine younger for longer. Up next, we ask some Ghanaians what they would do if they were blessed with 100,000 Ghana cities. Hey! 100,000 Ghana cities by this time. Masa, I will buy a new car with sunroof. Me, 100,000 Ghana cities. You can also win a hundred thousand Ghana cities in the Fidelity Bank Sika Boom promo. All you have to do is deposit and maintain three hundred Ghana cities and multiples of it in your Fidelity account every month during the promo period to qualify. There's loads of cash to be won in the monthly draws with a whooping one hundred thousand Ghana cities in the grand draw. Make that 300 Ghana City deposit today. This promo runs from August 2022 to February 2023 and is in partnership with the NLA on the Currencies Lottery platform. Terms and conditions apply. Fidelity Bank. Believe with us. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Coming up next is the City Business News, brought to us by Access Bank. And Access Bank is bringing you the triple salary promo. Switch your salary account to Access Bank's Empire Salary Account today and automatically enjoy free interest on payday loan, pick now, pay later loan, fly now, pay later loan, and other personal loans. There are great goodies to be won if you do so. T's and C's apply. Visit ghana.accessbankplc.com to get started. Access Bank, more than banking. And the City Business News also brought to us by Goyle, MTN and Enterprise Life. Michael Obudu is here with the City Business News. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, broadly brought to you by MTN, Goyle, Enterprise Life, your advantage, Access Bank, Modern Banking and Powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, Ghana expected to reach a staff level agreement with the International Monetary Fund by tomorrow, December 13, 2022. Also, prices on the market expected to drop soon as Ghana Union of Traders Association's Guta urges members to review prices due to the recent stability of the local currency. My name is Michael Obudu and to details of our stories now, Ghana is expected to reach a staff level agreement with the International Monetary Fund by Tuesday, December 13, 2022. According to Reuters, even though the fund has not commented on the issue, three sources with knowledge of the ongoing talks have confirmed. The agreement will make way for the board of the fund to negotiate and possibly approve a program for the country. Government has already begun restructuring the country's debt, a critical step in reaching a deal with the IMF. To start a program. Here's the finance minister, Ken Oferiata, earlier last week expressing optimism that Ghana could uh, would reach a staff level agreement with the International Monetary Fund soon for a program aimed at restoring macroeconomic stability and protecting the marginalized. This is the path towards resetting the economy to a more stable one capable of addressing the development challenges of the country. The reasons are quite clear. COVID-19 pandemic, rising global food prices, rising crude oil and energy prices, and the Russia-Ukraine war adversely affected Ghana's macroeconomy. To address the ongoing economic crisis, the government has requested financial support from the International Monetary Fund. We expect to reach a staff-level agreement soon on an IMF program aimed at restoring macroeconomic stability and protecting the most vulnerable. To this end, as a government, we are determined to implement wide-ranging structural and fiscal reforms to restore fiscal and debt sustainability and support growth. That was the Finance Minister, Ken Oferiata. 
The Ghana Union of Traders Associations, Guta, is urging government to do more to sustain the recent stability experience with the city. The local currency is currently selling at about 12 cities, 50 pesos to the dollar, after trading at about 16 Ghana cities a couple of months ago. This resulted in the hike in prices of commodities in the country, with diesel, for instance, selling at about 24 Ghana cities a gallon at a point, sharply increasing the cost of living. President of Guta, Dr. Joseph Obing, however, urged the trading community to review their prices to reflect the appreciation of the city. The value of the city has appreciated lately, and we appreciate the government and the Bank of Ghana for stabilizing the local currency. We will, however, want to encourage government to do even more to sustain these gains that we are having now. Having said this, we want to appeal to the trading community to adjust prices accordingly, even though we admit that most of us have bought the forest at higher prices earlier. But we should be able to strike the nursery averages so that the consuming public will also feel the impact of this positive trend. It is very important, especially at this time, that we are going for the Christmas festivities so that the consuming public will also be compensated to enjoy this festive occasion. President of the Ghana Union of Traders Associations, Guta, Dr. Joseph Obing. Meanwhile, economist Karit Buti has attributed recent developments on the market, such as the central bank's decision to stop financing non-essential imports, among others, to the local city's current improvement. In an interview with City Business News, Karit Buti noted that news of government's ability of securing an IMF staff-level agreement soon will boost investor confidence and strengthen the city further. We are getting hints that a staff-level agreement is imminent. That is actually a major development uh, because you need that balance of payment program to begin to inspire hope again and then try to send a message of some correction in the near term to come. And so once that is announced, you can be rest assured that probably the portfolio reversal side of the equation, which has been a big a main problem, could could maybe see methods or calm down the now, because of the test change, there are no avenues being sell. So that side is already mute in the first place. But the balance payment support, and the most important part of that is that if you realize that in 2023 is looking to raise all of the financing from the external market to conventional financing, those are mostly coming in dollars, right? And so if succeed at that, and it is the IMF program that can unlock that. So if they succeed at that, what it does is a significant boost to the, the reserve, and in addition to probably whatever measures that are in place now, and all the incentives to maybe manage oil purchases with gold and all of that, we could see some stability through 2023. That is if a program is in place. That was an economist and research lead with GCB Capital Courage Putty. And still on the local currency, an upgraded version of the one Ghana City coin with enhanced security features will from today be available to the public. The Bank of Ghana had announced an upgrade on the one Ghana City coin with enhanced security features. The coin, according to the central bank, is similar to the existing one Ghana City coin in shape, form and images. The coat of arms is in front and the scale of justice at the back. The central bank stated that the existing and the upgraded Wangana City coins will co-circulate until the existing coin, the exiting coin is gradually withdrawn. The bank encourages the public to accept the coins and use them. Here's the governor of the central bank, Dr. Ernest Anderson. We announced that we were going to cease printing one CD notes and use just coins because we thought that 
the coins were more durable and the, you know, the one CD note gets uh, soiled very quickly. A lot of those that are in circulation are even giving problems to our currency processing machines because these notes are so dirty and there are so many of them. But I think there were a lot of people who thought otherwise. But we are upgrading the one Ghana CD coin. Uh, and so you see more one Ghana CD coins in circulation. I know that currently it's a bit difficult to find them, but very soon, hopefully, during the Christmas, that problem will be resolved. You see more one Ghana CD coins going about. You heard the governor of the central bank, Dr. Ernest Addison. On the interbank foreign exchange market, where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar lost 34 pesos and is selling at 12 CDs 56 pesos. The British pound lost 35 pesos and is selling at 15 CDs 40 pesos. The euro also lost 33 pesos and is selling at 13 CDs 23 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus, the dollar is selling at 12 CDs 90 pesos, the British pound at 16 CDs 5 pesos, and the euro is selling at 13 CDs 15 pesos. Now, as part of efforts towards improving business education in the country and bringing it apart with the international scene, the University of Ghana Business School has launched a three-year strategic plan. The strategic plan, with a value of about $250 million, is anchored on eight pillars, with, among others, include uh, excellence in teaching and learning, excellence in research, and efficient financial management. Speaking to journalists on the sidelines of the launch, Dean of the University of Ghana Business School, Professor Justice Baule, said the move has been necessitated as a result of the aftershocks of the COVID-19 pandemic. One of the things that is typically our stock in trade is to ensure that organizations are managed well. One of the critical ingredients for managing organizations well is for the organization to have a strategy. And so strategic planning is critical to business and management. And as a school that teaches strategy and the fact that organizations should be managed strategically, we cannot do any less. And so for the past couple of years, we have made the effort to actually design a strategy and to ensure that that strategy is what we live by and that drives our development. Professor Justice Baule is the Dean of the University of Ghana Business School. Let's now join Gideon Amuniche of Data Bank for the latest updates on the stock market. At the end of last week's trading session on the Ghanaian stock market, the Benchmark Ghana Stock Exchange Composites Index closed lower week on week, increasing its year-to-date loss to 11.78%. The Data Bank Free Floats Index only moved down week on week, widening its year-to-date loss to 13.44%. Out of 22 stocks that traded last week, there were two decliners and no gainer. New Gold lost 54 CDs 9 pesos to 202 CDs 71 pesos, while Unilever Ghana shared 47 pesos to 4 CDs 31 pesos. This week, we expect the share prices of Gold Ghana and Cow Bank to decline due to selling pressures. That was Gideon Amuniche of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goal Enterprise Life, your advantage, access bank more than banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Michael Obudu. Thank you for listening. Have a good business day, and as always, please stay safe. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Coming up next is kickoff. Wrap of the latest from the world of sports. Brought to us by Let's Show.
have you updated your records remember that the ghana card is not the only accepted id for all financial transactions so visit any Lesherho branch near you to update your records with your Ghana card so you are served faster and better. You can send a WhatsApp message to 0574065958 or call 0302208333. Lesherho, let's improve lives. All right, let's get into kickoff. Benjamin Nketiah is here. He's got all the latest. Let's get straight into the headlines. France to play Morocco while Argentina go up against Croatia in the semi-finals of the ongoing Qatar 2022 FIFA World Cup. The Black Galaxy step up preparations for the Chan tournament with a friendly against Accra Hearts of Oak. And in the NBA, there were wins for the Pelicans, the LA Lakers and the New York Knicks. Let's start off from the camp of the Black Galaxies and they defeated Accra Hearts of Folk by two goals to one in a friendly match which was played at the Ghanaman Soccer Center of Excellence in Pram Pram yesterday. Brighter J and David Abagna Sandan scored two quick fire goals for the national team after Amankwa Bethi had given the Phobians the lead. Now coach Anna Walker's team is likely to pay, play one high profile international friendly before the 2023 Chan in Algeria. Meanwhile, Black Galaxies midfielder David Abagna has describe their preparations for the upcoming tournament as satisfactory. We've come for a while now and uh, I think initially the training sessions we started gradually and uh, it's, uh, it's been intensified like uh, like some few days or a week ago with we playing uh, a lot of friendly games. So preparation has been good so far. So far so, far so good. Uh, everything has been fine. Uh, uh, where we sleep, where we eat, and everything has been good. The training too has been good. There are new faces, and uh, we haven't known each other like in personal terms. And uh, we've gotten to closer to people we play against in the leagues, and uh, it's a chance for us to get to know ourselves, and we are doing that quite well. So you had Black Galaxy's midfielder David Abagna Sandan speaking there. Now, Black Galaxy's winger Jonah Atukwe also acknowledged that the team is well prepared for the Chan tournament. Ghana is paired with Madagascar, Sudan and Morocco in Group C. I think uh, we are well prepared, but for now we are just waiting for the D-Day to come so that we can do it. We can move to uh, OGS and see what happens there. Uh, we'll be here for some few weeks and uh, we had a, f- a friendly game yesterday. It wasn't bad, uh, though we won. It was a hard fought, but it wasn't bad. And I think uh, we will play more games before moving to OGS. And I think that uh, I also among the preparation towards the champ tournament. And I think um, I won't say much, but I hope being in OG, OGS will be something good for us because we are, we are well prepared here. 
Jonah took a place for Ghana's Black Galaxies. Let's get to some other news. And there were some friendly matches that were also played across the country. Kumasi Asante Kotoko, they drew goalless with Division 1 side Bofakwa Tano at the Sunyani Coronation Park. Real Tamale United, they lost 2-1 to lower tier side Kumbung Bimbiem FC in the Na Bewa Charity Cup played at the Alu Mahama Stadium in Tamale. The Premier League clubs are fine-tuning their teams towards the resumption of the Bet Power League, which starts from Monday, December 9th. 1920-22. Let's get to some national team-related stuff. An ex-Black Stars player, Yawa Champon, has backed Chris Hutton to be named as the next Black Stars head coach. Now, Hutton played an advisory role to Otoado, who resigned from the Black Stars technical team after the side's group exit at the World Cup. In a City Sports interview, Yawa Champon believes the ex-Brighton and Hove Albion manager has enough quality to lead the senior national team to success in future. Yeah, I think he's, he's well experienced and he knows the field very, very well. He knows the terrain very, very well. So I believe giving him the chance with the support. Again, without the support, one man can never, never do it. With support, I believe he can, he can, de- he can deliver for us. But we have to do everything fast, fast, fast. Our problem is we always wait till the last minute before we say we are doing this, we are doing this, we are doing this. We have to start from now. Though there is not next year, but we have to start preparing whatever we want to prepare. From now, with the help of everyone, I believe we can turn things around. So you had ex-Black Stars forward Yawa Champon speaking there. Let's get to the World Cup proper and let's catch up with the quarterfinals that were played over the weekend. Now England were up against France and it was England who were left in tears. They lost that game by two goals to one Harry Kane, missing a crucial penalty in that particular defeat to the three Lions. Let's get to some reactions and let's start off from the camp of the French. Olivier Giroud plays for Le Bleu and he has been reacting. Yeah, narrow win definitely. Uh, we knew it's going to be a, a tough game, and uh, it's kind of game you uh, you have to be efficient in uh, in the boxes, you know, in your own boxes, in your own box, and and in their box. Um, we've been a bit lucky, obviously. Uh, Kane uh, missed the penalty, but we kept believe uh, believe till the end, you know. We've been very strong all together defensively. And we play with uh, with the heart. Uh, and uh, yeah, I used to say, you know, uh, rest believe. Uh, I had a good chance on uh, Usman uh, head back, uh, but Pickford uh, made a good save. And uh, I really believe that I will have another one. And um, Antoine uh, crossed uh, very well the ball, and uh, I was uh, I was there, and I just tried to hit the target. And yeah, what uh, what a feeling. Olivier Giroud sharing what it feels like to qualify to the semi-finals. Jordan Henderson plays for England's Three Lions. He has also been speaking following that particular game. It's hard to now, you know, straight after the game. It's difficult to, to find the right words. I thought we'd give everything in the game. You know, disappointed to go 1-0 down, but I thought the character and the mentality to, to keep going in, in the second half and find the, the equaliser. So I can't see any more really, you'll give it everything and unfortunately it wasn't over night. Yeah, that second chance to equalise obviously, what, what can you say about Harry's penalty? We know how, you know, how, many, how, he, how many penalties have he scored for us, scored the first one, how many goals he's contributed for us to even get here. So um, he'll be stronger for it in the, in the long run I'm sure, but he's a, yeah, a world class striker, our captain and like I say we wouldn't be here without him. 
They had Jordan Henderson. He plays for England's Three Lions there. In the game between the Netherlands and Argentina, it ended 2-2 after extra time. Argentina won that game 4-3 on penalties. And then it was Morocco making history for the African continent, beating Portugal by one goal to nil. Let's get some reaction from the um, Moroccans. Let's get to Sofian Amrabat. He spoke about being proud for a moment like this. It's a great game. It's really, really, really unbelievable. I'm so proud. It's like, it's like we dream. All life like we dream. Unbelievable. We are in the half final. Alhamdulillah. You fight. You play with heart. You show your talent. People, I think you deserve to be in the semi-final. We deserve this thousand percent. Like how we fight, how we play with the heart for our country, for the people. It's unbelievable. Like our spirit. The, uh, we have injuries. Sofian Amrabat speaking there. In the other game played, Brazil played out a 1-1 draw with Croatia after extra time. The Croats winning 4-2 on penalties. So the semi-finals is set. France will be up against Morocco. Argentina will be up against Croatia. Big, big games coming up in the semi-finals of the World Cup. Let's finish off with some basketball. There were some big games happening over uh, the weekend. The Pelicans were up against the Suns and they have opened up a little rivalry of some sorts. In the end, the Pelicans are too much for the Phoenix Suns 129-124 is how it ended. The Suns were missing Devin Booker in that game. The Lakers were on the road against the Detroit Pistons and the Lakers picking up a road win 124-117. The New York Knicks were at the Madison Square Garden. They beat the Kings 112-99. Orlando grabbed a rare win over the Toronto Raptors 111-99 is how that game ended. The Sixers won against the Hornets. The Chicago Bulls continued to struggle losing by a single point to the the Atlanta Hawks and then the Rockets also recording a very rare win against Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. 97-92 is how that particular game ended. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia. Kickoff has been brought to you by Lechego. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. City97.3. More variety. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. I wonder where she got this kind of loving from. Mm. I wonder why she perfect and never do no wrong. Oh, my empress, you are my sunshine. Sunshine. Ghetto girl is you are my lifeline. When I got nothing, she was there for me. Bought for me. Paid for me. Very soft thing. Never bought with me. Once the telephone get rotten. She had a type of never been to university. But I call in a love girl. I will put diversity because she's stuffed and packed with morality. She show high versatility of love. Ye the Kakwen and Yonuvi, Yishimalo. My Empress says she loves me, so she go give me some more. Ye the Kakwen and Yonuvi means so malo. My Empress says she loves me. Beep.
I love you more Cause from the get to where we born and grow okay. And you are the only one that I know My ghetto girl I love you more Cause from the get to where we born and grow now You are the only one that I know My ghetto boy Oh see, free and up Cause you and I one drink, drink, one to cool me. Oh, girl, you know I can't do nothing without you. And from the things you do to me, my baby, makes me want to be with you. Anyway, that's why you alone represent the wood in my fire. Go pull in the length to give you whatever you desire. Lifetime service, no, now we not going to retire. We're pushing up, pushing up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold my hands, let's explain this together now, cause you are my baby.
733. It's still the City Breakfast Show. Our messages are welcome on 0549-986-996. This one says a happy birthday. Happy third birthday wish to Nanayao Ampofu from his grandpa, mom and the rest of his family. This one says happy blessed 40th birthday to Dickness Mrs. Dorothy Boachidankwa, CEO of Dorothy's Wardrobe Community 25. From your sister Marian Kuchienyo, Lawrence Kuchienyo, and the entire Kuchienyo and Kweje families. Related birthday to Mr. Patrick Yao Otri, manager of Kofredria Modern Laundry. From your children Isaac, Ajoa, and Jaden, and from your workers too. And a very, very happy birthday to a very special Ghanaian entrepreneur. He has a heart of gold. He's a wonderful person. His name is Anthony Jamatha. He yeah, is Caveman. the founder and CEO of Caveman Watches. Anthony, happy, 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 happy birthday. God bless you for all that you do to help people and may the Caveman brand grow, grow bigger and better. We, we really appreciate you. Mm. Anthony Jamatha, enjoy your birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to you, Anthony. Also wishing a happy birthday to Eddie Kumanoi uh, of Tema International School coming in from your wife Valeria, the children and the whole family. Mm. We appreciate and love you. Many more great birthdays ahead. Mm. Um, this one says, I'm the luckiest man in the world simply because the heavens have blessed me with an absolutely phenomenal woman like you. The message is coming from Augustine Asante to Abigail Nyama. Few more birthday messages coming in. Uh, this one says happy birthday to Sean Jesse Nee or to Mayor Hyde. He's eight today actually. And the message is coming from Peter and Beatrice from his little brother Bran Mayor Hyde of Salem Estates. This one says happy birthday to Father Mathias of St. Rose's SHS. That's coming from Tete Meridian. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Your messages are welcome on 0549-986-996. Your favorite Verna water is now the number one water brand in Ghana today. It's an award-winning brand certified by ISO and Hazard Analysis and Critical Control Points. Verna water is approved and acknowledged by the FDA and the Ghana Standards Authority. And it's produced by Twilliam Industrial Company Limited, the pride of the Ghanaian beverage industry. 
and then be up the people as the end of the year and planning has already started for the festivities your shopping list is long wash your cash sg ghana is here to sort you out spend 500 cities or more when you shop for friends and loved ones and receive an attractive cashback reward Get in touch with SG on 0302-214-314. Promo ends on December 31. Remember, with Societe General Ghana, the future is you. C's and C's apply. Everyone is unique, just like our fingerprints or DNA. Our uniqueness makes us all special. Every single person, whoever you are, remember to keep shining in your own special way. Just like Indomie, it's like no other. Be like no other. Indomie tastes great. listening to the ct breakfast your messages are welcome on 0549-986-996 now earlier when we're doing the newspaper review i read a very interesting story bloomberg said the ghana city had been doing very well in the last few days they actually said the ghana city was now the world's best performing currency at least over the last week Oh, nice. What percentage increase? Well, um, the s- they didn't say. I'll find well, it. Yes. But that's, on, that's good. It was on citybusinessnews.com. So, so we'll over the that. past week. Over the, the past week Our so. currency has been the best performing. Mm-hmm. That is great news. Yep, it is. Now, it means that... How are the sellers responding uh-huh. this time? Because so, when, the, when the currency <laughs> was not doing well... They were quick to give us lecture notes about how even if they bought the thing at seven CDs to the dollar, because it's now fourteen, when they are going to pay it will be fourteen. So we won't get any windfall. But it looks like things may change. The Ghana Union of Traders Association, Guta, Mm -hmm. is appealing to its members to adjust the prices of their goods and services following an appreciation Mm. appreciation of the city wow. now guta says it's observa- obs- observation of the city in the last few days mm-hmm. reveals that the you know the currency is stabilizing or it's stable <laughs> uh-huh. clement for being his vice chairman of guta and mm-hmm. he says traders to reduce the prices of their goods and services and uh, he's also asking the government to work on ensuring i actually have the story here yeah the currency is you know built muscle so let's hear clement but uh-huh. I, I have the evidence okay, no, me, no, let me let me give the story uh-huh, first maybe yes. maybe to it will um um what do you call it it will um give you the the background to the conversation so uh-huh. a cordonto yinka 
some lady called Yinka Ibukun and Moses Moza Jau uh, wrote the story. But no, but actually, no, no, I don't have the story. This is the October version of the story. Uh-huh. So it's, it's not the latest story. I'll, I'll find the story. Okay. I'll so story. Um, um, let's listen to Clement Boati. Mm-hmm. Clement Boati. When we come back, we will go through what exactly the, the Bloomberg uh, portal is saying. Uh, about uh, two months uh, ago, we, we all saw the way and manner the city was, you know, depreciating at a very, you know, fast rate. Uh, that time around, it, it, it wasn't even uh, on a daily basis or maybe weekly basis, but even uh, the city was depreciating on, uh, on an hourly basis. And uh, we all saw uh, what happened as a, a traders and business community, you know, continue to, you know, adjust their, their prices, you know, to reflect uh, the trend of the city. Uh, depreciation and there was a whole lot of you know uh, talk about how prices was uh, escalating and uh, we think uh, for some time now uh, the city uh, has seen uh, 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 some uh, stability even though uh, we expect it you know to to appreciate further and, and we think uh, it is incumbent on us as a, an association uh, to try as much as possible to uh, advise our members to you know uh, adjust their prices, you know, uh, a bit, you know, to reflect uh, the current instability of the city that we have. So that was uh, Clement Boating. Clement Boating is vice chairman of Guta. Now, if you go to citybusinessnews.com, that's where the story is. So the story reads, last week, the Ghanaian city... Uh, was recorded as the best performing currency in the world. This short burst of positive momentum is as a result of Ghana's plan to reorganize its debt. Okay, that, this report is courtesy Bloomberg, which revealed that the rise in currency value uh, was becoming uh, was coming alongside optimism of realizing the three billion dollar bailout mm-hmm. the country has been or had been requesting from the IMF for months. The report says, quote, the city has rallied 10% oh, nice. in the past five days. Mm. The biggest advance among about 150 currencies tracked by Bloomberg. Mm. That's a turnaround for an exchange rate that had that had lost half of its value mm-hmm. this year and occupied the bottom slot in the charts. Mm. Now, the story goes on to say, uh, the currency which was uh, the currency was the cheapest in Africa, more than 30% undervalued versus its 25-year history last week. So some rebound after the huge fall recently isn't that surprising. That's according to Charles Robertson, the global chief economist at Renaissance Capital Limited in London. Mm. Also, we have the IMF in town, which should pave way for dollar support. So you're talking about a week of uh, good Mm, performance. The story is dated December 12, 2022. And of course, he made a reference to a five-day window as it turned out. So we probably have to keep a, a longer eye on the, the yes. currency but mm-hmm. I, I find it um interesting that the uh, what you call it the guta is asking their members to reduce prices mm-hmm. um i'm not sure if that's going to work because i'm sure they will find every reason to tell you that oh the the stock we bought the dollar that we, <laughs> we bought it for was x amount you know so I, I'm, I'm not sure that's the way to go i think if you want to really understand our currency's travails We've discussed this many times. You read Toby Apeda's article. He wrote a 14-page article, which I got this morning, 
and he he you know in our discussions we've always spoken about the fiscal side spoken about the finance minister's side but he also takes a lot of issue with the monetary side he actually mm. blames the bank of ghana's monetary policy he says the inflation targeting policy targets historical inflation not expected inflation and that actually worsens the plight of the city we can discuss that later but i'm not sure i've ever seen prices come down in ghana mm-hmm. i've a fewer prices that they announced that they will reduce like last month they reduced fewer prices a bit or control prices in the military region. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't old enough to understand because I wasn't earning any income then. But since I started earning income, I don't know anything which price has come down. And, and it's Is there anything that, that which price has since, you, since like things you buy with your money? Apart from I, petrol. Yeah, that or one. Or maybe they are running like a don't more. Someone, this is, and they don't understand reduced price. You know, as you said, you, when when... The, the, the CD was feeling woefully against the dollar. We bore the brunt of it. We, the consumer, mm-hmm. we were told that prices had to be increased because when they're going to buy new stock, mm-hmm. they'll have to find more dollars. So fine, we had to pay for that. Now we're told that the CD has rallied against the dollar, but we're still going to probably pay high prices because now we're being told that, oh, the stock that we bought, we had to pay so much for it. So mm-hmm. we can't reduce the prices for you now mm-hmm. because we already spent so much acquiring those goods. So if we reduce prices, we'll lose. So it's like... It's a no-win situation for the consumer in the end. What do you understand? But let's also let's also sort of be fair to say that they rally. All right. So if you look at the performance of the currency since January, I mean October last year, you could buy a dollar for six CDs. Yes. Now it's still around thirteen. I'm not sure of the final figure. It's definitely more than mm-hmm, double. Mm-hmm. It's about double what it was a, a year ago. So yeah. we need to put that in perspective. The 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 five-day rally of ten percent. Is not really. I, I feel sometimes headlines can be misleading. So it's like the CD. I mean, for both ways, right? When they see the Western yeah. currency, you. But to be fair, if you look at the CD's behavior from the beginning of the year till now, yeah. it's depreciated 58.6 percent. So that's a long enough trend to say, look, if you buy and you don't buy things every week. So let's assume you 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 import tiles from Italy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably bring it in every three months. So if you started in October last year and then January and then April, and then August, from 6 to 14, yeah. is eating into your profits. Definitely. Now, if today is 12 December, and from 7 December, you've rallied 10%, I think it's not sustained enough to say, oh, reduce your prices, because no. it's too short. I agree, but also... I mean, there was a time, and maybe still going, where literally you go to a shop, and I'm talking about M- uh, yes. FMCGs mainly yes. now, yes. where they don't even put prices there anymore because they're literally, it's like by the minute, the price is changing according to the exchange rates or that they yeah. feel over. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. but, but, and that, they didn't wait for five days or 10 days or it was like literally immediate and instant and constant. Yeah. But in this case, we're told, you know, oh, okay, that, that, I think just it's, yeah. been, it's been a tough year for everyone, yeah. but at the end of it all, consumers, we've had to bear the brunt mm. of it the most. There are, you two, know, there, are two, there are two possible comments on that. Yeah. The first comment is what economists say prices are sticking downwards. What they basically say is that there are certain prices that find it easier to go up than go down. <laughs> they, they defy gravity. So they'll say prices are you know, sticking downwards. Then the, the second one is the point I was making about the sustained, yeah. how sustained the reduction has been. And also the point you made about, so if you buy something, and those who import can correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. So if you bring a container in, based on the time you, for some of the agreements, you have to pay when you make your first sale. So let's assume I bring a container from China. And um, at the time I, I brought the container, the dollar was seven. And I said to the guy, I'm going to pay after a month. All right. So 
by the time I, in, in October was a really bad month. So let's assume at the end of September I brought a container in and the CD was eight. By end of October when I made my first batch of sales, the CD has gone to fourteen. Now I'm paying the guy dollars. So the China guy that is not going to say the time you bought, brought the container was eight. Mm-hmm. So pay me eight. He doesn't even know the CD. He just wants his dollars. So if I'm supposed to pay him fifty thousand dollars for the container, That's true. he would say, well, you're paying me. Otherwise, pay me upfront. So if you pay me upfront in, so if if we paid upfront in September, then you can say that you were not affected by the 14. All right. But even if you paid in October, in September, you could still say if I'm bringing new consignment, I'm going to use 14 mm-hmm. to pay. But what makes this worse is that I bought the thing at eight to the mm-hmm. dollar, and I'm paying at 14, and I don't even know when it's going to stop. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing two things. I'm I'm going to raise my price from the assumption for the eight using the 14 and even going to say that post because of the way it's behaving in october in november it's going to go to even 16 so i'm going to even add that <laughs> yeah yep. so i do know that many people feel Ghanaian pricing doesn't make sense and i've been trying to understand it, and i feel there's a lot of factors there's a cultural issue there but i also think that there's a strong structural issue of import dependence and also the the discordance between the inflation targeting policy and cost boost inflation, which uh, many people have spoken about, including in the latest article. But I've had people, I interviewed a former minister who said he thinks that when you compare Ghana to all our neighbors, he believes that there's a profiteering mindset for Ghanaians, which I, he hasn't proven by any theory. He just is anecdotal. Mm-hmm. Bernard, you see, mm-hmm. th- there's historical evidence to support that. Let me tell you. Really? Something. Yes. Let mm-hmm. me specifically refer to the 2008 era mm-hmm. during the Kufu administration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was at the height of the uh, global economic mm. meltdown yeah. mm-hmm. when house prices tumbled in the U.S., created problems for the global economy, and you know we saw food prices rise sharply. Mm-hmm. One of the measures that the Kufu administration introduced mm-hmm. was to waive off taxes on the import of rice and poultry and some mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. very key products. The idea was to make food prices affordable to the nets. I think in excess of about $150 million or so <laughs> must have been forfeited in the process uh, if my memory serves me correctly. What happened was that the, the, the traders simply refused mm. to move prices downwards. Government had forfeited taxes as a way of helping to mitigate the impact of the high prices on Ghanaians. Mm-hmm. Traders simply refused mm-hmm. To comply. <clears throat> and the government had no option than to say that, well, if we were passing, if we were taking part of the, the, the problem mm-hmm. so that you lessen the problem on Ghanaians and you refuse to do that. I remember clearly, we went to the markets to interview traders. They said no way they were not reducing. Once the prices had moved up, they were not minded to, 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 to reduce the prices. Let me just, I think I can just raise. Uh, so you, you are saying that even if the hmm. fundamentals around the cost build-up were to change. Uh-huh. The Ghanaian retailer or seller mm-hmm. would not reduce the price to reflect, but they would rather benefit from windfall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, let me. This this is a story published in August wow. 2008 by the Daily Graphic. It's online, and um, it says the food price is soaring despite government's 150 million um, lifeline. Now, uh, 
150 million Ghana CD lifeline. So the correction is, is in Ghana CD. It's extended by the Kufo administration to mitigate the effect of the world food crisis on Ghana. It's not yielding the desired results or dividend. Mm-hmm. Now, the 150 million Ghana CD is the revenue the government is to lose due to the removal of duties on some imported items, mm-hmm. which was announced by the president last May. So this is 2008 story. Exactly. <laughs> to <laughs> ease the effect of the crisis on the Ghanaian consumer. Uh-huh. Items covered by the waiver are fertilizers, and agricultural inputs. Some mm. petroleum products also saw marginal reduction in prices. Mm. But the reality is that the measure is not benefiting consumers as the prices of food keep soaring on the local market. A situation the Finance and Economic Planning Minister, Mr. Kojo Bawiridu, attributed to the greed mm. of some business entities which were cashing in to accumulate huge profits right. at the expense okay. of consumers. So let's even assume what Kojo Bawiridu is saying is true. If this is such a universally known truth about Ghana, what policies have governments put in place to deal with that? Because you can't tell me that social behavior cannot be theorized. So the fact that you know that people will do such a thing, mm-hmm. what incentives do you give? What are your carrots? What are your sticks? So for me, mm-hmm. I think sometimes policy makers shake their responsibility in taking the right decisions and then they, they, they traders are an easy target mm-hmm. oh Ghanaian traders are profiteering is it only Ghanaians who sell in our market isn't it last week that they said you should remove Nigerian traders from our cars? don't Chinese people retail mm-hmm. so is it that when they get to Ghana the Ghanaian mentality of excessive profiteering gets into their head how come some people say that when you go to certain places you can get things cheaper I feel there may be some truth in the fact that Ghanaian traders may have a higher taste for profit but it's all economic fundamentals. It's, it's not... It's, it's, you see, if you want to attribute it to just behavior, then when Ghanaians go and sell in Nigeria or U.S., then why don't they sell at extra prices? Bernard, you see, the point is that where are they going to take advantage of people and get away with it? I mean, look, this thing is runs across real estate. It runs across people who sew your dresses for you, mechanics <laughs> who work on your, your clutch, or they work on your engine for you, people who are doing carpentry and all kinds of things for you. I, I have, look, after dealing with Ghanaians all these years, mm. I have no doubt that the least opportunity for someone to make a city of you, they will do it. And it is. It but is that unique to Ghanaians? Well, I'm speaking in the Ghanaian context. Uh, you know, yeah, but because, you see, we have higher. Like, for example, our inflation is 40.4%. Mm-hmm. It's the highest in Africa, and, mm-hmm. unless Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. All right. Our interest rate, the main rate, the municipal policy is 27%. Mm-hmm. The last time we checked about 13 countries, it was, apart from Zimbabwe, the highest. Mm-hmm. Our CD depreciation is 58. It's the highest in the world. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, some of these are structural. Mm-hmm. Some of these, I admit, could be behavioral. But I'm saying that even that behavior is because of the incentive and the signal that the economic managers give. Because under other conditions in different countries, the Ghanaian trader will not behave the same way. So to, 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 to boil it down to Ghanaian traders wanting to make excess profit only deals with probably 13% of the problem. The problem is that, the, and I'm, I'm telling you, if you read the article, maybe, for, maybe later I'll read it, eight, page 8, mm-hmm. he talks about the BOG trying to persistently tame inflation using high interest rates. When we all know that it is a, 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 a cost-push inflation, he says the high rate of interest makes it difficult for businesses to borrow and invest in the real sector. Right, and then he talks about what the BOG's monetary policy over the years has succeeded in uh, maintaining a growth stifling high inflation, high interest environment, mm-hmm. and then he also talks about how that has fed into CD depreciation. Mm-hmm. All right, 
I am inclined to believe such a theory to say because the policy has been wrong-headed, it's given the wrong incentive. But if you simply say it's a question, that means you are going to the realm of sociology, psychology. So let's take the Ghanaian brain and put it in a test tube <laughs> and compare to the Ethiopian brain and ask why is the and it's why you start doing those things. People check their responsibility. Let's do what we can measure and stop this Ghanaian life problem. Okay, let's stop that. I, 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 okay. Perhaps in other jurisdictions, and okay, let me use the U.S. as an example, yeah. only because of my experience there. And you know, there's a lot more competition in brands, right, or among brands. So, whereas here, fine, we're more import dependent. There's very, or there are very few options with regard to certain FMCGs. So that if you go into a, a, a typical yeah. grocery shop, yeah. You may have maybe two or three options of, let's say, milk, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe in, in a grocery store in the U.S., you may have 10. Yeah. And by all means, there'll be a generic brand which is much cheaper than the rest. So the consumer has more of a choice and can dictate more yeah. as to what they'll buy. Yeah. Whereas here, yeah. the two or three brands you see are very similarly yeah. priced. Yeah. So you're forced to buy anyway. So whereas yeah. there, yeah. a company may be forced to reduce their prices because, hey, look, the generic brand is much cheaper. Yeah. People are yeah. going for that because and they have that option. To but add, here, to add you don't have say. that. So, for example, if you go to the U.K., if yeah. you go to Asda, mm. and Asda is selling Colgate toothpaste, mm-hmm. if Colgate is two pound fifty, mm-hmm. Asda can do a toothpaste and call it Asda Fresh. Thank you. And, and do it one pound twenty. Uh-huh. Exactly. Now, if you are price sensitive, you can say Charlie Colgate two fifty. I don't go buy. You will buy the Asda Fresh. Yeah. Now, to even make matters worse, mm-hmm. Asda, Tesco, Waitrose. So tes- Waitrose mm-hmm. is like a high end brand. Uh-huh. Asda and Tesco are middle. You can go to Lidl or Aldi. Lidl, Thank yeah. you. Lidl will sell orange juice for two pounds. He can sell that toothpaste for 60p. Mm-hmm. So, we the Ghanaian hustlers, when we go, we, <laughs> Charlie, we, deal, go straight we, to pounds, we go and fill up our max. So, he's, you have the option. Right. You have so, the other point is that, so, the fundamental issue is that you don't produce enough and your exactly. producers cannot compete. That is so, it. your producers, so, for example, you want to print a book in Ghana. It's more expensive than sending to China. I was telling you about how a set of furniture we bought in China more was 2,800 cities. And there was no way any capital in Ghana could do that. So, it's not because the Ghanaian capital is expensive. The economy around scale and production at low levels. So, the Chinese guy is not selling that furniture that we have in the kitchen for 2008 because he loves you or because he is more altruistic than the Ghanaian carpenter. The cost, the Ghanaian carpenter is operating from a shop behind your house mm-hmm. or he's, he doesn't have enough mm-hmm. skill. He doesn't, so become, the Chinese guy can produce, he, like where Goffey used to live, he can produce like 10,000 pieces of furniture. The government can decide to subsidize it. The bank will give him a loan at a lower rate. Mm. They've perfected how to make the nails. They've perfected how to do the furniture. So the Chinese guy can sell it, put it on a ship, and it will still be cheaper than you making it here. If you reduce that to saying Ghanaian wants to make profit, Efo Kofi doesn't have enough skill and know-how. His <laughs> bank is charging him interest of 28%. He doesn't have access to credit. So if you put all of that together, there's no way he can charge a lower price. You can also add a 5% markup and say, because of Bamoyi, so he wants to buy you. Buy you. <laughs> <laughs> if you make yeah. a whole theory around Ghana, <laughs> we, we don't... Bamoyi, that's... You have just mentioned part of the, yeah. the problem, uh-huh. or it's just part of the problem. The fact is that beyond what you have said, yeah. there is greed and insensitivity in Ghana. How do you measure that? Okay, go to the streets right now, yes, and say you want to buy something that is common to every person. Let's say perhaps Chalewate, okay. yeah. and they are selling it in the street. Uh-huh. And you know, if you go to one of the Melcom shops, yeah. you will get it for say, let's say twenty Ghana cities yeah. or maybe uh, ten Ghana mm-hmm. cities. Yeah. Go to the streets, 
Osu, for instance, and meet uh, one of those boys, Kobe or Kojo, yeah. uh, yeah. selling it. Yeah. You know what price you could? How much? He will tell you, okay, oh, where the chairman to be? Would have mommy seventy Ghana cities? If you do not pay attention to the movement of prices, yeah. by the time you leave there, he'll rip you off and you pay 50 Ghana CDs but for that's it. not peculiar to Ghana. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, hold on, wait, wait, It is largely a question of also the lack of formalization of the Ghanaian economy. So that if you go into a shop, you don't see the okay, prices. Before you go, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Are you saying the Ghanaian trader has avarice or you're saying the Ghanaian? Because see, if, if we if we if we say it's a Ghanaian problem, mm-hmm. then we can even add the banks to mm-hmm. the way they price. Mm-hmm. We can add the government from the way it prices credit, mm-hmm. and then say the whole Ghanaian society is sick because we don't know how to price. But if you reduce it to the Ghanaian trader, I have mm-hmm. a problem. Because see, once you 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 isolate the trader, you mm-hmm. are making it look as if all the other factors are okay, and the trader is only in the profiteering. No. If you say that the Ghanaian pricing culture is wrong, mm-hmm. then I can say well that's fair because if the government is pricing the amount of money it gives you, i.e. the interest rate as an excessive rate, there's no way you're also going to sell a price low. Uh, then we all collectively take the blame and say, as a country, our pricing culture is wrong. Better. But if you take the Ghanaian trader and want to isolate him and ring fencing and say that he is the one who is on the street, I just want to give evidence from 2008. Let's assume that the government has been historically incapable of dealing with you. Your evidence is just one. I can't give you one. I need more evidence. Uh, more evidence. PNDC era. <laughs> of course, people were holding products and selling it at cutthroat prices. Of course, okay. we have our own problems with how the government dealt with that. Clearly unacceptable. But the point I'm making is that, look, whether we like it or not, what Bernard has stated is part of the problem. Mm-hmm. But there's also another side of the problem, which is that people like greed too much in this country. And you see it every day. Somebody will sell some needle. They, if you don't take it, they'll sell it for you. Hand their Ghana CD. Yeah. He knows that it is wrong. But you... Ho- do oh, Charlie. Okay. You will come back in a bit. Let's do tech and social media trends. Brought to us by Vodafone. One Ghana, one Ghana, one Ghana. The Vodafone one Ghana promo is here. With just one Ghana CD, you can have 20 minutes talk time to all other networks and one GB of data every day between 5 a.m. and 11.59 a.m. All you have to do is dial star 530 hash subscribe and enjoy longer conversations and browsing. Vodafone, feather together. Car Bank is saying that Reactivate your account this holiday season and get more value. You get Star 771 Hash, CowNet and CowBank app, and all of the goodies. Contact them, customer care at cowbank.net or call 0800-500-500. Or visit their website, cowbank.net. Daniel Cranting is here. It's time for tech and social media trends. Mr. Quentin, how are you doing? Nathan, I agree with Sky. <laughs> uh, when COVID came out fresh, yes. Yes. sanitizer yes. was supposed to be 25 cents. <laughs> 146 grams. You're right. Tell me, I told them. You're right. I told them that things, true. Will, le- things will level up and then we'll see what they do with the sanitizer. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> they will eat it. The worst, oh, yes, the, no, the worst one was the. The face shield. Mm. 50 CDs. Oh, so we so told them. Now it's 5 for 1 CD. <laughs> we told them that it will level up. And now they now will wear their own face. The other day I saw one. If you buy one, you get three or some ridiculous <laughs> thing. Not me, man. Somewhere. Yeah, shock. <laughs> not serious. Sky, you are right. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> they like providing. Too much, Charlie. But Charlie, then the train there's only one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you balogun? Danica is warming up. He's warming up for this. <laughs> hmm. with you. you. Let's start with. Are you balogun? Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Wizzy baby. Wizzy. <laughs> 
<laughs> that guy, he has a problem, eh? <laughs> Why? Ah, Wizzy. Charlie, me, I don't like people who don't respect us. So. Me, it was better if you didn't perform. You just leave it like that and go. Have you read the statement? Yeah, I've read it. He said he had safety and production issues. That's why he didn't come. So you are afraid for our safety, so you didn't come. Does that make sense? <laughs> then Kim promised you. <laughs> Charlie, boss are calling him Zlungwa hey, hey, Rodrigo hey, Dupont. Oh, oh, oh. ah. You, when international artists are doing some. <laughs> what do you oh, mean oh, Danny that? K. Exactly. What oh. do you mean by that? Are you oh, saying King Promise is not an international artist? King Promise has performed yes, abroad. Yes, an international artist. Yes. Okay, even me, I've performed abroad before. No. <laughs> King Promise, King Promise legitimately has international credentials okay, okay, as a performer so and as an artist. But how did he get involved no, in no, all no, of this? King Promise was also supposed to perform. Mm-hmm. And, and he didn't come. He's following Whiskey. They are front back. Then they were dancing. I saw... I saw a video, I saw a 10 second video of Whiskey and whoever it is at front back. I don't know what song they were playing, but they were doing this ridiculous dance where they were lifting their hands and putting it on their head. Oh. <laughs> uh, so the, the but, front back but is. But was that actually uh, Saturday night? Was it, it, was, it was actually it was it was Friday night. Uh-huh. Okay. It was the night before. So, so they were night. performing at front bank or they went there to. They were dance. not performing, they were chilling. So and and there was a contract that required him to a be contract. a contract. Live have a, a, a nation. Uh-huh. They had booked Whiskey and King Promise, and he didn't show. They, oh, the two of them did not show. At a grassroots studio, and you know the painful thing. You see the the culture of our concerts in Ghana. So one a.m. people say, "Oh, you come." You come. Oh, two a.m. Oh, come. you come. Three a.m. Three a.m. Three fifteen. Oh, you come. Four a.m. The way they know the sun has come. <laughs> No, it was I, the sun that showed up. The sun was in the air. The, the, we could see it. Clear. Whiskey, no shoe. Kim Promise, no shoe. Kim Promise to us come to release statement. <laughs> he said, ah, he like said you will not compromise on the safety of his fans. No matter how much money you've You live in Ghana. <laughs> you live in Ghana. You've gone to a crash stadium before. It's today you are telling me that it's you are you not... Co- is this no, I think I think there has to but, be but some wonder, proper explanation. At what point did the organizers find... know they were not coming? They must have known. It must have been like something they knew in good time. Maybe they were trying to salvage the situation. Maybe. Said, I, but I, look, I doubt they found out at three a.m. that he wasn't coming. Whatever it is, that's if the people paid money, yeah, you sure and had legitimate expectation that they were coming to see someone, and the person or the persons did not show up, they are entitled to some remedy. Yeah. And that remedy must come from the people who took the money and did not hold their end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There cannot be any ifs and buts about it. The people must be paid their money back in part or in full, mm. as the case may be. Then free shoe. Yeah, Charlie. Oh. <laughs> Crazy. Imagine buy, buying a VIP table for thousands. By him, I hear whiskey. He was in Benino. Yeah. But then, uh, you tried. But I, he he tried. to the Abidjan. Yeah, yeah. I heard so he was supposed to move from Accra to Abidjan to Kutunu. Mm-hmm, but he, he went to Accra to Accra no shoe. Then he went to Kutunu and went to perform. Whilst he was performing in Kutunu, the Abidjan put were waiting for him. Yes. I heard they oh held some of his team members hostage. Oh, yeah. He said they don't, don't allow them to leave. Well, what is all this? Oh, you'll be here. If your man doesn't show up, you'll not go anywhere. But Life Hub, so they, did, they, they did release, I'm sorry, release a statement saying that they will refund, refund people's yeah. money and that they actually said that Whiskey. Money? Well, they, they said he breached contractual obligations and that they will refund people's money to them and they apologize for what happened. Life, me, I'm only asking an innocent question. Do they have any money left? 
they said they're going to refund people's okay, money. Let's move on. How how they do we that? Don't care how you find. You just pay me my money. That's all. Uh-huh. You can promise. Whiskey is doing some. You two are doing some in your own country. But be the that part, they boy you. Danny K, why? Because we shouldn't tolerate some things. Okay, you make it. I think this is the attitude that you used to go for. You are sitting in club. But anyway, meanwhile your country people are waiting for you to come and. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Well, as for Kimbra, well, but it does not really because somebody said, "Hey, let's move on. We will not get into that. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go." Oh Morocco, Morocco, <laughs> Morocco, Morocco, Morocco. May I point out, has destroyed Danny K's predictions. By the way, not my predictions. Though. They have destroyed everything. <laughs> they have <laughs> built everything for us. I would say they left. They left. They'll go. Bleating. They'll go to us bleating. Hey. They have to us. Hey. Oh, leave our goat alone. <laughs> Saturday. I don't know how I survived. <laughs> Straight after the game, I went to sleep. Uh, I was lying in bed and I felt something wet around my eyes. <laughs> oh, Charlie. You were crying in solidarity yeah, with CR7. Meanwhile, your second goat is doing things. Mm-hmm. Which second goat? The one you claim and is the second goat. The goat friend. He may win the World Cup. <laughs> like I almost boy game. <laughs> Alright, Charlie. Let's, hey, let's do some tech news. Mm-hmm. Um, Activision Blizzard. They okay. are the ones who make a Call of Duty Candy Crush. Yeah, okay. love that. They were going to be um, bought by Microsoft. Okay. The US regulators, they say no, they can't allow this thing to happen. Hey. Yeah, mm. So they are going to block it. They say it's going to spoil competition. Uh-huh. See, they suspect that Microsoft, after the buy, they will make uh, Call of Duty only available on Xbox. Uh-huh. Uh, they say they can't allow that thing. So they, we should all enjoy Call of Duty. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> that was Second Social Media Trends, brought to us by Cowbank and Vodafone. 355. Fans Ghana, going together. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Na 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 na. Oh, is it because I buy you designer? We make you feel like say I don't do right. Oh, 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 oh. I just be generous, Mariana, just because you still be my numero uno. And I'm gonna play you for Because you see right through me, yes, I know. If you gonna believe them lies, baby, just realize that's me,
2018. Sounds of Stone Boy. Where they enough with the Madonna glow. The drum way they play for your mouth. Yeah, yeah. It never goes potter potter. Yeah. You know, what like anytime you are hitting it, it's on point. Yeah. Normal drum, if they hit and sometimes it could make yeah. Yeah. But this so one. as you take go that level, Charlie. Bing bang, bing bang, bing bang. Yeah. But this is what people are going to experience on the 24th of December. This one, no, no, no shaking, no problem, no issue. You will not be there till 3 a.m. when you want to show up. Stoneboy will be there live and in color. He will bring all the hits. It is not a question. It's not a question. No, he shall be there. That is not our time. And, yeah, right 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 right. and your table will be there waiting for you. We will not put you at the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's VIP. If you pay for platinum, you get platinum. No, no, no. If you pay for gold, you get gold. We'll customize the Silver is your portion. That is what you will have. And the drinks will be there. Flowing. We will not let it disappear. Not and at all. Start drinks at a higher price. The wristband will take you where you're supposed to sit. VIPs, 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 VIPs. So call just call the number 0205-973-973 or 0558-973-973. Call those numbers, book your tables. Platinum, diamond, gold, and silver. Call the numbers, book that table. Come and enjoy music. Thank you. That's right. Food, mm-hmm. drinks, mm-hmm. chewables. Uh-huh. Charlie the whole shit. <laughs> 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 if we don't take our other third man by the problem no day. Alright, so the chin chin bag of course they are scientists. They are <laughs> yeah, come, come, you, we get it. Let's 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 about Jani B. About Jani Bang is there. And chin chin Prior will be there. Prior. Abiana will be there. Abiana. Papa will be there. And Stoneboy will be there. Thank you. Bim! You will not be leaving La Palm Royale mm-hmm. Beach Hotel yeah. disappointed. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, Oshika that No. Be, that, <laughs> that will not be on the 24th of December. Bernardino, we're just trying to let the people know yeah. what yeah. is in yeah. store for them and on the 24th of December. Party. All right, but you were saying something about different packages and things. Yes. 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 Platinum, yeah. diamond, uh-huh. gold, uh-huh. and silver. Uh-huh. Clearly demarcated. So do you call the same? number for each side. Yes, you yes. call. The one you call, just mention yourself. Because I thought you have a platinum number. No, no, no. No, no, no. We don't want to confuse. Don't to confuse. We don't want to confuse anyone. And you see, our so, people are efficient. What we call the number, what should we say? When you call the number, say, my name is Kokui uh-huh. and I'm interested in the platinum package. Uh-huh. Then we'll give you the prize. Eight of my friends, we want to come and be treated like royalty uh-huh. at La Palm Royal Beach Hotel. Thank it's you. even in the name Royal Beach Hotel. Yeah. Royal, okay, royalty. Yes. Hey, I mean, pepe, pepe. Uh-huh. We want to come. Mm. We want to come in our all white outfits that we've okay. sewn specially for situation, uh-huh. and we want to be treated like royalty uh-huh. at La Palm Royal. Uh-huh. You will be escorted to your yes. cabana. Uh-huh. You get to enjoy a, by a professional. Uh-huh. Usher, mm-hmm. who will make sure that you are comfortable, mm-hmm. who will make sure that all of the drinks specified in the platinum package you are there, uh-huh. you will get all of the grills Thank that you. are specified in the platinum okay. package, so, you will so get the buffet I, 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 dinner. So, so what, is, what are you saying the situation? What is the situation? So the situation is an outdoor party happening mm-hmm. on December 24. Mm-hmm. Happening on December 24. Uh-huh. Yes. You get it? Yeah. After a year of stress and everything, That's you say, right. come. 
Ow. Come and cool down. You know, Ow. come and relax. It has force. Why are you calling it situation then? Uh, uh, so, so, so you see, you know, previously, <laughs> though, previously, yes. we used to have December to remember, mm-hmm. uh, different, different term, yes. December to remember. Mm-hmm. So that was basically so, just going to jam. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. But you see, the arrival of COVID and related matters, yes. you know, compelled an innovation, uh-huh. which innovation made it possible for us to come up with additional value uh-huh. for the consumer. For the merrymaker, so that just partying, just 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 dancing just on doing hey, 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 no, 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 this is an outdoor party. Yes. Yes. People sit. Yes. So you sit. So when they are, so, oh, I'm coming. So it's not like you are going to stand. No, 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 no. So I you mean, sit you and sit. then they give you food on the table. Yeah, 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 the table. But there's yeah. also music. That's you course. You. So where will you dance? Uh, no, so, so you see, you, you can move and move you can move around. around. You have the option. Yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah, you have the option to move around. You can yes. move the chair back. Yeah, move it back. In fact, you can even carry the chair and be dancing with the chair. Problem no Okay. You understand? It's all about the party <laughs> and as you are dancing you have something in front of you you are drinking because That's those right. days if you are going to the national theater they say oh no 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 you can't bring no food, food. No, food. No, no 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 we, we don't have that so problem. this one they will give you the food while you are there yes ah. but what kind of food is it in ah, fact you have paid for what you have paid for what can i pay for ah everything so you can pay for grills Yes, well, you can pay for drinks, uh-huh. you can pay for what's, a what's, buffet. What is grill? Grill, uh-huh, you see, a uh, grill, maro yoni barbecue, maro yoni you see, you know, fish or meat uh-huh. or whatever you like, they grill it, they put it on fire, charcoal. Okay, okay. you know, when you hear it. <laughs> Then they put atadi inside, you know atadi? The pepper, yes. And they add salt. If you like, try this salt, they manage it for you. Maybe, you know, spices, you know, different, different, different spices. They will add it to the thing. So when it arrives on your table, you don't have problems. So it could be fish or meat. It could be fish or meat. Just tell the people. Would there be meat pie? (laughs) No, then you have to. It's not a meat meat pie kind of event. Uh And then there are drinks to go with. Uh Yes. So is that what they call small chops? It could uh-huh. be, but you see, the platinum package, for instance, like this one is to whet your appetite. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you could have a great yelena shinke, una kebab, una that hair. But you also have a buffet dinner. Oh, there's a buffet dinner for the platinum. And then you can alternate between eating and dancing. If you're dancing to Stoneboy, you'll expend a lot of energy. So you need options. you're dancing to the jacket remix by Pride. What about people who say we don't drink alcohol? Serious Juice is one of your sponsors. What are you talking about? Serious Juice. See, the, the beauty of this, Aloski, uh-huh. calm down. I'm trying to understand it. The beauty of this, uh-huh. so you call the magic number. Uh-huh. Tell me the magic number. 0205 973 973. They will explain everything. Or 0558 973 973. So I call. Uh-huh. My name is Godfrey. Thank yes. you. I am coming with Sky. Thank you. This one and this. Uh-huh. We, uh, we are paying for the platinum. Uh-huh. So uh, maybe uh, the platinum. Six of us take alcohol. Thank yes. you. Two of us don't. Mm-hmm. You tell the person at the end of the line all those yeah, things. Exactly. Uh, they take notes. Uh, so they will customize it. Yes. Look, you, yes. so when we get there, 
everything is there. Yeah. You know that okay. So yeah. Sky is the one who doesn't take that. So the series is there. Yes. This one is the one who doesn't like the nyama. Yeah. So it's a Doritos. Yeah. It is there. He will chew the chips. Yeah. Like everything set. Then those like things. What 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 you should do, however, is be certain of the the cabana you want in the package. Don't tell us you want silver, then you get there, you see the people at the platinum are chilling, and then you say, Hey, I said, Mrs. Amadine. It has, you know, Godfrey makes a good quick. point because it has happened before. Mm-hmm. Look up your Where mind. people arrived, they bought silver. The when they came, they were like, mm. Platinum is chilling. Hello, it's looking, platinum is popping. And they upgraded. You. But you see, you have to be careful because there's a limited seating. So what, 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 where is the event? It's happening at the La Palm Royal La Beach Hotel. What time yes. is it? It's at, from 8 p.m. Uh-huh. 8 p.m. Yes. And make sure you are coming in white. In, in it's your the all in white. white. You know, when you come, and we'll be looking not off white. And a situation as in C. C I C I. The city situation. 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 So much. So can you drop one stone? So can you drop one stone? You know Stoneboy is my man, so that's critical. if he's listening, I want to request oh, I want to request hey. a song for daddy. We are raising prayer. Uh, is that a song? Oh yeah, yeah, we are raising prayer for everybody. Hey. So what they drop oh yeah, yeah, we prayer. Oh yeah, and one thing we can promise is that inflation will not affect no, uh, no, 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 no. What, what, what we have asked, two things would no haircut, yes. no haircut, and no inflation, no inflation. and no pricing in dollars. <laughs> this is priced in Ghana cities, please. <laughs> Thank Your you. cities will get you into situation yes. no shaking, no problem, yes. no conversion of currency, hey. no forex to worry about. Hey. Come in your all white to La Pan Royal. You see, some of my people say La Pan, La Pan, or La Pan. La La Pan. La Pan Royal. Come dress. The wedding It was beautiful. Really? Hey, Charlie. Right, nine seven three nine seven three, and then zero two zero five nine seven three nine seven three. Okay, now you know, so you can't say uh-huh. we didn't tell you. Uh-huh. Fantastic. And we'll keep a friend you, uh, called me that she and her friends from DIG, some year group, mm-hmm. they said they're tired so much. They are coming to dirty themselves. Ah, that's correct. Yeah. They are coming to dirty themselves. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not aware. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah. so let's let's so far, if you, you know what's even annoying is that people send a message to my phone <laughs> and this guy is right. It's like, are you serious? Like, 
Maybe that's, that's, right. Maybe that's the perception. If Sky is right, why are you sending a message? Why send a message to me? Send it to him. But you but know, some guy sent me a photo of Willie. Uh, can you imagine this Willie is four CDs? Oh, Willie four CDs. Willie, Willie, Akpama, Willie. Sky, it not be joke. But you've not been able to answer some fundamental questions I've asked you. That when Ghanaians travel abroad, do they sell the same way? No, because you see, that's so it. the question, and, and I'm saying, when foreigners come to Ghana to sell, uh-huh. do they sell different? You see, it's but you see, Bernard, what do you you, you think do, about you, that question carefully? Oh, hold on, hold on. Let because me. if 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 you can prove that the Ghanaian behavior is not particular to Ghana, mm-hmm. then my argument is stronger that is because of the conditions. No, Bernard, I can even tell you specific example. You see, mm-hmm. if you go to the Indian shops in the UK. Mm-hmm. You find close to everything you want to cook a Ghanaian food. But, yes. And they call it basmati rice. Basmati, you get all. And then they have mangi cube. Mangi cube. They have almost yeah, everything. Everything. So <laughs> when you enter, uh, you know, uh, an Indian, Indian shop, shop, you get everything. And normally they will always display the the prices because that's the regulation, that's the rule. Mm-hmm. The consumer is protected within that economy. Mm. But you go to a Ghanaian, and they normally they don't even own a shop strictly speaking. They will tell you, oh, Charlie, if you want this, she talk, you call this woman. Auntie Akwele, a day melting kings, yeah. it will sort yeah. you out. Oh, oh, you even go to the Ghanaian shop in the UK. Yeah, yeah that's right. So normally, they, they <laughs> often don't even have shops strictly. They do their businesses. I mean, the ones that I built. the place with. you went. Yeah, that's because right. Because before I go to the Ghana shop, they, 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 I, I was buying kinky, half-boiled kinky, uh-huh. and I was buying ripe plantain, that's and right. the price was there. Uh-huh. Where I would the people I was dealing with? They <laughs> didn't go to any shop. They didn't go to a Ghanaian shop. They will give are. you a number. Yes. So you call the number. When you call the number, yeah. then they will give you the... You see, so they will say, okay, when are you coming? You say, okay, by Saturday morning, I'll be there. So when you go there then they give you the price mm. you understand they yeah, got people in the oh yeah yeah that's right they've not displayed the price on the the product you are buying or anything so you now negotiate with them so you are saying that even the ghana shop in uk they yeah, are doing the same thing oh, look they will tell you that oh madam fool you say ah but now yeah wait wait then you tell them no oh, boss Charlie. Yes, today, me bre- Charlie. So you see what I'm saying is that Sir, this is your point, I disagree with you. But no, if because I'm I telling you about my personal in my life in here, you can nobody yes. did that thing to me. No, 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 that is you. I'm talking about me. I'm not telling you. I'm sure, I'm they sure. were not so you're saying that a Ghana shop in UK they didn't display the price. I'm saying that it wasn't even a shop. The person was they, they operated largely from their home. It was like, because you were in the village. I went to a Ghana <laughs> shop. <in laughs> Milton Keynes has more Ghanaians than other yeah, parts of the UK. So how can I, you go to a Ghana shop that has How can you go to a Ghana shop in Kings and tell me that if you have a shop? I'm talking about Ghana shop. I'm not saying that the Ghana didn't have a shop. I am saying that the people that I dealt with. They relied largely on con- yeah that's right so Connection. yeah that's right oh, word of mouth so say oh it was hard yeah yeah that's right somebody will lead you there uh, so hey. when you go there so why look because I, as I've come to uh, understand it I don't largely know. when you is go into the shops the price is already <laughs> this so there's no negotiation yes but largely look go to many of our shops in Ghana sometimes even as you are but doing, that's a policy regulation issue that's yeah. not a culture pricing issue <laughs> if the same that's why your, your point about Milton King's Ghana shop not having a display I'm a bit concerned Ghanaian because people he said it's not a shop I'm oh, okay, okay. so you're saying so that in the Ghanaian shop. community you yeah. had yeah. Yeah. if you wanted, if you wanted ama, something ama, uh-huh. to do soup uh-huh. 
They will say, oh, I have an amount of yes, connection. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's different. Because I will go to Coventry Ghana shop. Uh, when I enter the Ghana shop, the price is there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's your experience. I, I could buy right plantain for one, one pound for one. You see you. Yes, but, but the price was there. It's there. <laughs> uh-huh. The thing is, people. Why are you people, trying to give Ghanaians a bad? No, no. People will do. People will do what they can get away with. Why are you looking at me like that? That's the honest truth. Somebody will go and dress this. No. Yeah. In the UK. In the UK. I know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, I used to, I used to cut it in tiny pieces and fry it. <laughs> you treasure it. I even had half. Uh, the the girl king can they cook it half. Yes. Then they label it. You treasure my it. Lord and my God. <laughs> so Sky, you know, a few people seem to think that you are right, but I, I, I let's let's find out from the gutter people what they really mean <laughs> when they say to their members that they should reduce the price because I, I find it, um, it's not a very usual call to make because usually gutter will say. Guta will justify the price increase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So I don't know if they are playing to the guy. They actually mean business because mm-hmm. this has been only one week or two of stable uh-huh. or currency so, appreciation. So what's gonna happen? Yeah. So, uh, friend, I don't know if you have the guy on the line. Maybe you want to call them. Yeah. We, 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 and then we, a friend of mine is doing a paper which seems to support your view. Okay. Um, that what the Ghanaian yes sellers cut so you know driven. I interviewed him a, a few months ago on this. It's called Apia Domakukusi. Okay. And he's actually putting a paper together which seems to support the argument that Sky is making. Mm-hmm. His article is titled Ghanaian Pricing Culture. Mm-hmm. Prices never recover. Mm-hmm. He says it's a draft. So maybe we can call him to explain. Okay. He seems to be in agreement. You know what? There was a day I did a show with you and I asked him mm-hmm. to give the courses what determines high prices in Ghana mm-hmm. to rank them. And he ranked Ghanaian Pricing Culture as number one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I kind of disagree with him, but. I'm still looking for facts to prove him wrong. If I if you mm-hmm. go to Kokumpe today, 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 mm-hmm. and go to a Ghanaian shop and identify a Nigerian shop, I can guarantee with everything in me that often you find that prices are cheaper in the Nigerian shops compared to the Yeah, in Ghana. Yes. Kokumpe right now. Mm. Mali. Okay, please. I mean, <laughs> Benna, to be fair, okay, let me ask this. Is it true? Is it true? to be fair. Mm-hmm. Every time we've discussed such a topic, lots of people have said very similar things to mm. what Sky is saying, that you can go to a place and you walk into a Ghanaian shop, price is X. You go to a Nigerian shop and the price is, is lower. You know. Seriously? Mm. Yeah, so I've, you, I've, you, I've you get comments corroborating yes, what you're saying? Several comments. Within the same market? Within the same market. Within the same that market. the Nigerians will sell cheaper. Yes, so, so maybe we need to find out what, what it is. And they is. are both selling in CDs. And they are both selling in CDs. And they are selling the same items. So, Charlie, this, please listen. Is it true? <laughs> but you remember during during COVID, you know, mm-hmm. the thick of it, we had some sound bites. I wish we could find, but there were traders actually saying mm-hmm. that look, we've increased our prices so much, and people are still buying, so we're not going to reduce them because there were complaints about the exorbitant increase in prices for Charlie. everyday goods that people were buying. Gary was one of them. Remember, all of a sudden, Gary shot up almost 100 percent, and people thought, ah, but why? There was this notion that maybe as there's going to be scarcity. There was no scarcity of food, but they took advantage of it, increased prices, and I remember hearing those sound bites. Which so is that saying, why? Is that why the Ghanaians go and close the Nigerian shops? Because uh, no, they, I, feel, I they feel that is yeah maybe because, because they feel maybe they, they feel they are, they are taking market away from yeah. them because why because last week there was a, a situation in Kasra <coughs> where Ghanaian Guta people went to close <coughs> some Nigerian shops mm-hmm. why would they close a Nigerian shop if it wasn't for the fact that maybe they are pricing differently can't compete most likely you know somebody's corroborating and say Ben our prices in Ghana, Ghana shops abroad is ridiculously expensive as mm. compared to Chinese shops it's mm. the same oh. attitude out there mm-hmm. no, Sky is very right. Elizabeth, this guy, Sky is, Sky is not, Sky, he doesn't have connection. He's going to, to get, be calling people that want to buy 
thing. How can you go to people and be calling phone that you want to buy things? No, but no, <laughs> no he doesn't have it. You are not serious. Like, how can a whole Ghanaian go and be calling that you want to go to the market yourself? <coughs> but Bernard, what was the last time you went to a market? Okay, Bernard, when I was in the UK, I used to go. <laughs> Bernard, you, you listen to this one. This one, somebody sent you a message and said, Back in Kumasi, around 2011, mm-hmm. yeah. I used to work in a printing shop where yeah. we printed wire results for candidates and help with their uni registration. Mm-hmm. Okay. Something that costs one Ghana CD mm-hmm. on the open market, we were selling it for as high as 30 CDs. Hey. Okay, I want to explain this in two ways. The, the, uh, you see, I'm saying that there are multiple reasons why prices in Ghana are high. When you are trying to analyze an issue, you must look at the, the main factors, the main drivers, mm-hmm. and then you can also look at the, the additional factors. Uh-huh. I am saying that we are in a high price economy because of a high interest rate, mm-hmm. wrong-headed economic that, policy, uh-huh. mm-hmm. import orientation. <clears throat> so the average Kenyan or Nigerian or Ghanaian mm-hmm. will typically, if you look at the food they eat, probably the Ghanaian eats 70% of imported things. The mm-hmm. Kenyan and Nigerian will eat a lower percent. So because generally we, 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 are, we are import happy and we don't produce as much, our pricing is out of our hands. Mm-hmm. That's, so I think that's the fundamental issue. Then, mm-hmm. based on Toby Afedis article, the Bank of Ghana doesn't really help with their interest rate policy, which he believes does not bring prices down because, it, according to him, they look at historical inflation and not expected inflation. And historical inflation is always high, so it keeps driving prices up. Mm-hmm. So, if you, and for example, we give an example in, Zimba, uh, in, in, in Zambia, as we speak, in October, our inflation was around. Um, Whatever, I think it was around 27%. Theirs was around 19%. Their inflation has come down to 9%. Ours has gone to 40%. He says that their, their central bank reduced their interest rate, right. whilst ours raised ours. So there are fundamental policy issues that influence this. So you are import happy. So if you take the typical Ghanaian clothes, food, house, more things they are imported than the Nigerian or the Kenyan, or the Zambian for that matter, right? Then there's the signal the central bank sends in its interest rate policy also crowds out the real sector makes credit very expensive because if the the the, the monetary policy rate is around 27 percent there's no credit for the private sector mm-hmm. so it's kenyan and nigerian colleague can get access to cheaper credit yeah. so that's point number two mm-hmm. okay then you now bring in the issue of behavior that could be the third one mm-hmm. where you can say in fact even before behavior you can say there are larger local manufacturers in those two countries than Ghana. So you go to Kenya, Godfrey will tell you, they, they produce a lot of their own tea, coffee, mm-hmm. milk, sugar, a lot of what they eat. They are large-scale Kenyans mm-hmm. who produce these things, the same as Nigeria. Mm-hmm. In Ghana, you don't have that. Most of our big guys are importers. So that has already created a highly inflationary environment. Mm-hmm. So then you can say, in addition to that, there is also the informality where Ghanaians typically use their oh they will look at your face and price it yeah but i'm saying you that's that's probably like the fourth point <laughs> okay that's not and because you see if you've come to me housing uh, why is housing expensive it's the same thing there's no there's no like land tenure before you get the land you pay for three people to get the land to build the house you import everything using to build the house you don't have access to credit so you use all your savings to build the house obviously you price it high and because you spend all that money building the house you ask them to give you two months inflation a uh, two months uh, uh, two years in uh, what do you call it a- advance in addition to all of all of the other issues you understand so if you if you theorize and say oh it's the Ghanaian behavior Ghanaian behavior is probably just 10 percent 
it's not the main issue i agree with some of the things you said and their contributions but i'm saying that your characterization of and also the allocation of blame mm -hmm. to ghanaian as being an insignificant one or 10 percent I, I i i have i have serious disagreement yeah i think it's, it's it's much larger because bernard look if you go to shops even in ghana there is no display of prices they are urging you to negotiate you see what that does is first of all they are ripping the ghanaian public purse of tax cd because what happens ideally in the uk if you go in there and you buy something they know the standard price so you can always calculate how much tax is imposed on it mm -hmm. but if you come to the ghanaian mm. context yep. if you go to the ghanaian shop you say we are saying he will quote a price for you and say, Ube saying. Or, <laughs> so you go into negotiation. You negotiate, go back, oh, chale, godo godo neni. Or, godo godo neni haganala. Godo godo eh, saying. The, you eventually arise at the price. He will tell you that, oh, even this price I'm giving you is not, and soon yet. But is it not because of our social interaction? Like Ghanaians like conversation. So somebody could say, if you go to a shop in a western country or another country where the price is displayed it reduces interaction yes. where for example i'll give you an example yesterday i went to a shop milcom to buy stuff mm -hmm. and i was telling my friend who i went to that ah this looks like a mixture of an asda and an indian corner shop mm -hmm. but there was interactivity the lady was talking to me and things even though they display some prices there and I was saying that even at the checkout, the lady was talking to me and doing the checkout. You go to UK, mm -hmm. check out on your own. Yeah. So it's like you don't, you can go to a whole yeah. shop and you are there alone. Mm -hmm. yeah. so the first time Nita went to the UK, yeah. 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 the machine was looking. Yeah. Like he wanted to buy something. Chale, and there was nobody in the Bernard. shop. Yeah. Yeah. And then you ask him, "Is And he was just standing there. It was Mortar Guinness and Rich Tea. I got the ah. Nobody did it. I entered. I didn't see anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I was leaving. <laughs> 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 I was hungry. I was hungry. So wait. I was hungry. My first time interacting with the with the with the with the self checkout. I was just looking at it. So my point is that the interactivity is part. So maybe they are not putting their price they're not because they want to cheat you but they want to talk to you no 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 He's uh, number two at, at Guta. Uh, Mr. Martin, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Yeah, uh, good morning and thank you for having me. Great. Um, we are we are learning that uh, you are appealing to your members to adjust prices of their goods and services because the city seems to have stabilized a bit against the city. Can you just explain uh, why that decision on on uh, on your members? We find it very interesting. We want to understand why you've taken this decision. Hello, Mr. Barty. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, yes. Great, great. I was asking why you are telling your members to adjust their prices downwards, it turns out, following the appreciation of the city in recent days. Yes, uh, uh, good morning once more uh, to your cherished uh, listeners uh, and viewers, uh, and thank you for having me. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, 
we are in a country that uh, if situation demands that uh, we have to you know contribute to uh, the development uh, and for that matter the generality of, of our people uh, the honors lies on everybody uh, to do that we are all aware that uh, the city has seen uh, a depreciation uh, the economists are saying from the beginning of the year up to now the city has depreciated uh, close to about uh, 52 percent but practically uh, we think uh, it has even depreciated more than that and uh, if you if you could recall just about uh, uh, two months ago the city was depreciating not on daily basis or on weekly basis but on an hourly basis and that contributed to uh, the price hikes of, of goods that uh, of goods and services that we saw and uh, we all attest to the fact that uh, people uh, were complaining you know uh, about the uh, uh, increase in prices and uh, of goods and, and services and so uh, if you could also uh, see that for the past maybe a week or so uh, the city has seen uh, a little bit of uh, uh, opposition and that is why uh, even uh, prices of, uh, of, of fuel you know has been uh, reduced and uh, as, as an association uh, we think uh, this has come about uh, as a result of uh, some of the measures that uh, our government has you know put in place and then we, we want to call on government you know to continue to uh, implement uh, and enforce uh, those measures so that we could even see a further uh, appreciation of the city so as an association it is incumbent on us that uh, uh, once uh, there has been uh, a little bit of stability of, 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 of the city, uh, we should then appeal to uh, our, our members uh, so that uh, they could also try as much as possible mm -hmm. to you know, uh, adjust uh, their prices. We all know that uh, we are about to enter uh, the festive uh, mood, and so people will be making uh, a lot of you know, uh, purchases. So then uh, we have to uh, appeal you know, to the members to try as much as possible, you know, to, 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 to adjust their prices so that... Uh, Mr. Barton. Hello? Mr. Barton, Bernard here. So, yeah, should Bernard. I take it that you expect the city to keep strengthening against the dollar as we approach Christmas? I'm asking this question because I remember in the past, when the dollar rose, I, my argument to you was that, oh, in the, you bought the thing at 8 cities, so you are paying at 8, but you are saying no, because the currency is increasing... You have to price based on the expected dollar. So are you yes. saying that based on what you've seen for the past two weeks, you expect the city to keep appreciation against the dollar into the Christmas season? Yeah, this, this is what we're expecting because uh, I can tell you that, you know, uh, suppliers for, 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 for the, uh, the festive mood has already been done. We have already made, made uh, you know, purchases for, for, for supplies for the, for the festive mood. So even if we are going to make any... Uh, purchases again, then those purchases will come after uh, the festive mood. But you see, what we are saying is, 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 is that, like you rightly said, maybe the time that we made those purchases, the, the, the city uh, was, 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 the, the city was uh, a little bit, you know, uh, higher compared to, uh, as against uh, the dollar. So now that the city seems to appreciate a bit, uh, we should try as much as possible to strike uh, a balance, not that you will sell in a way that you, you, you will lose. But at least you, you don't try to, you know, you don't expect to make so much, you know, profit. But you should try and reduce their prices so that whatever, whatever uh, losses that, you know, you, 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 you might have incurred during the time that the, the, the city sell, you know, drastically, at least you could be able to also, you know, 
doing something, you know, to uh, complement that. But not that you reduce the thing to the extent that you still run at a loss. But mm. those, uh-huh, but those, you know, price increase that uh, mm. people were making and then were making astronomical profit. This is what we are advising our, our members that at least they should try, you know, but, uh, Clement, to, yeah. how sure are you that they even listen to you? Because... They will say, "Mina, make up two million yama fee Dubai and not China." Everybody in the store. Who to buy? When I see me using my price, now then, now how I sell my 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 way? If I want to, I want to buy. What are you? Yes, <laughs> we know, we know, we know that this this question will definitely, you know, arise. But it's it's something that uh, we are appealing. We we cannot force anybody, you know, to 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 do something which will not be of his or her interest. But at least. Since we are building a country together and we all find ourselves in a situation that I think if we try as much as possible to do something, it will all help us. That is why we are appealing. We are not forcing anybody. Because like you rightly said, I am the one who is going to make my purchases. And therefore, if you, 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 you appeal to me that oh, I should try and adjust my prices, I can choose to do it or not to do it. Mm. That, one, that one, you have the right you know, to, to, to determine whatever you want to do. But mm. it's an appeal. It's an appeal that we are making. That At least we should also take the, 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 the plight of the consumer into consideration. Mm. Because we all know that the Ghanaian consumer, you know, has been overstretched for, for, for quite some time now. And so if there's a situation that uh, we have, you know, some small uh, windfall, we should try as much as possible, you know, to share. And in a situation that we are about to enter the, 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 the uh, Christmas uh, mood, at least we should also take the, the plight of the consumer into consideration so that at least people can be able to, you know, make purchases for for. for, for for them and their family, you know, to have a joy of the Christmas. Mm, Mr. But I'm happy you mentioned the fact that somebody will say, oh, I've gone to buy my products and I'll price them the way I want. You know, there's this general perception that the Ghanaian trader loves profit. The Ghanaian trader wants to make a lot of profits, you know, they like profiteering. I, I mean, what, what will you say to such an assertion? It, it, is, it, is, it, is, not, it is not always the case. It's not always it's not, the case. It is not always the case. But it's it sometimes the case. the case. But yeah, oh yeah, because I can tell you, they say uh, there's a, a proverb which says, "If you be a men's and woman, you cannot rule out the fact that people will, one way or the other, try as much as possible to make astronomical, uh, you know, profit. That one, you can't rule that one out. It's there. Oh, Clement, yeah. Clement, this one, they, they are saying it's not a mental issue. Somebody even said, for example, that when you go to the same market, the Nigerians sell cheaper than the Ghanaians. That is why sometimes the Ghanaian traders are sucking them. In fact, somebody sent me a message right now. I said he went to Abusokai and a, a part that he got for 800 CDs in a Ghanaian shop, he will get the same thing for 500 in a Nigerian shop, which is one of the reasons why a lot of the Ghanaian people are chasing the Nigerians out of the market because the Ghanaians like making excessive profit. That is, that is not true. There are, there are two issues which have to do with this. One has to do with the quality of the product. I can tell you, if you go to a Nigerian shop and you are buying something there, you cannot compare the quality of that item to the quality of the item that the Ghanaian is, is, is selling. That is one fact. The number two has to do with the way and manner these Nigerians bring their goods to Ghana here. They bring their goods through the Eastern, Eastern Corridor and then they try as much as possible not to pay the right duties. That is number, no, no, number two. Even the number three had to do with even the issue of interest rate, the issue of VAT, 
and the issue of uh, of 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 of, uh, of, of duties, you know, which is, which pertains in Nigeria. They bring the goods to Nigeria, collect the goods over there, and then transport the goods through the Eastern Corridor, trying as much as possible, you know, to pass through unapproved unapproved ways, so that they called they called they called they called, they, 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 they wouldn't pay uh, this uh, this thing duty. That is number one, which contributes to the prices of the Nigerian goods being a little bit cheaper than that of the but Ghanaian. But Mr. I don't think it's fair for you to say that Nigerian goods are not quality because, I, I, hold on, price is a quality, a price is something we can all verify. Quality is subjective. So if you come on and say, oh, Nigerian goods are not quality, what do you mean? How do you know? Have they done this? Have you done any risk? Have you done, has Guta done, I'm coming on, has Guta done a study to say, we analyzed six product categories and we realized that based on consumer feedback, Nigerian goods were less or, you can't say that. The point you make about, about the Nigerians having access to cheaper credit may be true. Their banks are bigger. The point you make about Nigerians possibly bringing the goods into their country and having lower tax could be true, but even here, they still pay some tax because if you are here selling in, in a shop, VAT is not a Ghanaian tax. VAT is a tax for selling goods in Ghana. So once you are selling in Abuzoka, you pay VAT. So I think maybe you should do a study to find out what Ghanaian think, Ghanaians think about uh, uh, Ghanaians think about the pricing culture of Ghanaians because a lot of people seem to believe that we just like making excessive profit. It reflects in our rent. It reflects in our interest rates. It reflects in our spare parts. It reflects in our food prices. It's not just limited to the trade sector of safe spare parts. So it's not even Guta we're accusing. They're saying that the Ghanaian... For example, you go to a house, a place in Togo, you want to rent a house. I'm not sure they'll ask you for two years advance. In Ghana, you have to pay two years advance. It's the same... It, it cuts across... It's, it's a cross-sectoral point they are making. So I don't think Guta should take it personal and say they are accusing Guta people of being profiteering maybe we should study more into the issue and and admit that there could be a problem with the way we price in ghana Bernard, i have i have statistics statistics to prove what i'm telling you because most of the nigerians doing business here have not even registered their companies and are, and are not paying any taxes you know recently uh, the, 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 the committee on, on, on retail trade uh, have been embarking on, a, on an exercise, you know, to uh, close some of these uh, Nigerian shops. And this has come about as a result of a committee that was a, a joint committee that was formed between Guta and the, the, the Nigerian Union Traders Association under the co-chairmanship of uh, one officer from the Nigerian High Commission and then uh, the Ghanaian side was chaired by Mr. Frank Ajikum, who is the executive secretary of the Ghana International Trade Commission. Look, when this committee was set up and the Nigerians were asked to bring companies of Nigerian businesses that have registered in Ghana and being businesses here, do you know the number, the number that they brought? They brought the whole Ghana, they brought only 100 Nigerian companies. 100 Nigerian companies. So you can imagine the number of Nigerian companies doing business here that have not registered, and for that matter, they are not paying any taxes or anything. So in that circumstances, if they are selling, they are selling, definitely their prices will be cheaper than that of the Ghanaian who has registered for VAT and is paying personal income in, income tax and paying all the necessary you know, uh, 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 taxes that he or she supposed to pay. So in that instance, the market will be will be not 
or be not competitive. And then the Nigerian can take advantage and then sell at any price that he or she likes. Mm. So that so that is the reason why I'm making okay. that uh, assertion. Okay. All right. Thank you so so much. Thank you so so much, Clement Boatin. Clement Boatin is vice chairman of the Ghana Association, Ghana Union, sorry, of Traders Association, Guta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what what I find funny is that people are sending messages to me. For example, they are telling me that sky is right. <laughs> All right. So um, I'll read a few, and then maybe we'll get some more comments from here. Uh, Bernard, I'm following the discussion, and I think sky is right. The Nigerians always price lower than our Ghanaian people. Our desire to make too much profit is what causes this. Uh, then there's another one coming in. <clears throat> He says, <clears throat> last couple of weeks, <clears throat> market women in Makola were apparently angry because the city appreciated. This Ghanaian mindset, hmm. mm. Then, this person is an importer. doesn't agree with Sky. He agrees with me. Mm. But uh, he says, <clears throat> a simple example. I bought a $2 million worth of goods in April. What? On a 90, it's an example, on a 90-day credit. Sold majority during the same 90-day period on credit to customers. If in May, my creditors amounted to 15 million Ghana cities and stock value was 10 Ghana cities. I can clearly see profit or capital of 4 million cities in July or August using 1 to 8 as the dollar exchange rate. In October, same credit of 20 million will only give me 1.3 million Ghana city, down from 10 million. How do I even break even the 2 million through my 10 million stock available? So it's basically saying, the depreciation is what affected them. That's what influences the way they price. This is an importer yeah. talking. Um, Bernard, the issue we have, this is the issue we've created. Ghana is a Kalabulu economy where everything doesn't make sense. The pay and expenditure makes all of us magicians. The truth is everybody is trying to outwit each other, survive. Expenditure is in a comfortable lead with wages trading behind. Mm. Um, Bernard, to determine how good or bad the pricing is, compare cost of living in Ghana to any part of the world and see. By the time you compare wages and salary, you would understand what I mean by Ghana is a Kalabul economy. It's an interesting argument. Toby Afeta makes the same argument when he compares the minimum wage in Ghana to that of UK mm-hmm. and talks about the fact that in UK, when they raise the interest rate, it doesn't affect as many people because the main reason of raising interest rate is to discourage uh, savings, is to encourage savings mm-hmm. and, and discourage spending. But in Ghana, it doesn't have that effect because Ghanaians are so poorly paid mm-hmm. and their minimum wage is so low. So that... It, it only tends to de- deprive people of their incomes. But that's his argument. A few more points on this, yeah. uh, Kukui. All right. So, Aben says, Bernard and team, we don't have to accept the forward, ever, and backwards, never narrative. We've pressured all the stakeholders to reduce the prices. We pamper them too much. Guta and GPR to you. We shouldn't be making excuses for them, please. This same lot were increasing their goods in minutes and hours. Okay? As Alex Duane, your friend in London, says, Ghanaian shop in Dalston doesn't have prices. That's hey. a fact. Hey. Oh. A whole shop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> These guys be- Really? Oh. Uh, okay. Bernard, the sky is right to... Right. A lady sold a medium-sized um, bottled water product to me at four Ghana CDs. While it sells at one CD 30 pesos or one CD 40 pesos at wholesale, this caught the attention of a man who's also a dealer on the bus who got annoyed and lambasted her mercilessly. It's about time we name and shame. Mm. Hmm. These traders are simply insensitive. They don't understand price reduction, even if all indicators show that price must go down. I think it's time citizens demand for price reduction. Okay. Uh, my name is Bakayoko from Suhum. He says, good news is that 
our CD is the best performing currency. I hope that it will transfer into the market for us to re- um, relieve some heat. Good morning to you guys and great to hear Kukui's voice. Okay. Good morning to you too, Bakayoko. Um, Fitaba says, good morning, Bernard. Help me understand how currency depreciation rate is computed. We ended last year at 6 and we are now at 13, yet the depreciation is said to be below 60%. Okay. Good morning, Nathan. I was at Alaba and Kumasi this weekend to restock my shop. The prices were one to three CDs lower than my last purchase last month. Okay. Okay. Please inform Sky that in October alone, I made almost 200,000 Ghana CDs in losses. Am I supposed to write that off? My bank didn't. My bank increased the interest rate for facility I took last year. Oh. Please remind Bernard of the CDFM interview with the Malamata market on the prices of plantain and how she mentioned that most of her colleagues or market women just inflate prices. This was aired by City about two months ago. Okay. Mm. Bernard, I agree with Sky. The Ghanaian trader typically seeks avenues for profiteering. It is evident that Nigerians and other foreigners are ready to sell at lower prices than Ghanaians who have similar business sizes. The Ghanaian wants to make a huge one-off profit from you alone. I find it puzzling that they do not recognize that like the Nigerians in Ghana, selling a lot at relatively reduced prices can be more profitable. This Kwame in Dansoman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Nathan and team. 2008 intervention is even too far to remember. Mm. Let's analyze the reduction of benchmark prices on spare parts and other goods implemented by government in 2017. Mm. Practically no effect on the market prices for these goods, mm. unless we want to behave as if we don't know about this profiteering behavior. Why do the Ghanaian traders keep fighting the Nigerians and Lebanese? Uh, that, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a solid evidence. It really is. When actually. they when they when they remove the benchmark thing. Um, it didn't really have the effect. Yeah, spare parts so. were still whatever price they were, even though they were enjoying a lot of mm-hmm. tax um, waivers. More, more okay. Bernard, Nathan, and team, let me use Uber or Bolt and taxi fares as an example. Mm-hmm. I often order for a ride on Bolt or Uber just to see the fare. Mm-hmm. Then, if the wait time is long, I'll try to get a regular taxi. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that even in high demand, when Bolt or Uber fares tend to be higher than usual, mm-hmm. they're still cheaper than regular taxi. Mm-hmm. When you point it out, the taxi driver will give you a really flimsy excuse for why they have to charge about double the typical fare. Mm-hmm. I agree with Sky. It's just greed. This is William uh, from uh, Ashwamani State. Are we the only greedy people in the world? <laughs> and if, if it's just greed, then I also want to aver that. See, the point about the Nigerian. So let's use Clement Watkins' example. Mm. He says a Nigerian guy gets the goods from Nigeria and it's cheaper. Why is it cheaper in Nigeria? Because he pays less duty in Nigeria. Mm. The guy setting the duty in Nigeria. So, so okay, so why are we blaming Watkins? Why are we not blaming the guy setting the duty at the, in the parliament? Because if you can bring a good into Nigeria and the duty is cheaper than Ghana, the trigger for the Ghanaian trader is the duty. So my point is that if if you are blaming Ghanaian pricing culture for all of us in general, it's fine. But it's not just the trader. Because the the, the tax and the duty is also a price. That's somebody setting. Uh And it it raises the cost of doing business. Hold on, Bernard. You see, when when you go that way, you're going into issues of international trade. And and it has its own implications. No, it's relation to the guy saying that the Nigerian sell cheaper. Let me explain. Because the fact that you imported goods from Nigeria... (laughs) means that a certain policy applies there if you move the goods from nigeria to ghana there will certainly have to be an impact from ghanaian taxes because we don't have a common market yeah yet. but he's alleging that the, the nigeria no so it can't be a valid no point you know you, you, you are not listening to the guy is not saying that uh-huh. I, I am saying that if we say nigerians sell cheaper uh-huh. and you are using the argument say ghanaians are expensive i'm saying that maybe they sell cheaper because they have a lower import duty to pay no, you see, Remember, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. And that is verifiable. Oh, he also mentioned how they moved. Uh-huh. No, let me explain. 
You see, there's a difference between the common market where a good no i just want to explain the reason is that let's let me give you a typical example if you go to the european union yeah there is a common tariff regime that operates across the yeah, but we don't have that in ghana <laughs> see that's what i'm trying to explain to but you i understand it uh-huh. I, i'm saying that why so should you, sky you don't i'm saying that if i buy a phone yeah. the phone is 40 dollars in the us mm-hmm. the nigerian average import duty is two dollars and ghana is four and i'm saying that you cannot tackle the Ghanaian retailers selling this at $34 if you don't tackle the fact that the duty the Nigerian pays on the same Apple phone in the Nigerian port is cheaper than the duty the Ghanaian pays. But what I'm saying, and I'm is saying that, that the Nigerian is not selling it in Nigeria. It's yeah, but the, the Ghanaian is arguing that because he bought it and brought it through an inapproved route. So I you see, and that's the argument yes, they are that, making that so he's, he's able to sell it cheaper. Oh, okay. I that's mean, if that's, the, if that's the that's argument, that okay. okay. I mean, if that's the argument, then that's uh, what, yeah, that's I, what thought, I thought they were making. They're able to sell it cheaper. Yeah. You have okay. somebody online. Uh, yes, let's speak to um, Apia Kusi um, Adumaku. He's uh, uh, West Africa director at Cuts International, mm-hmm. and uh, he also gave us a few thoughts on on pricing and, and on all of that. Um, good morning, sir. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Uh, good morning, Nathan. Great. Uh, many, many thanks for joining us. I'm sure you've been following our, our conversation. Your initial thoughts on on this, on whether or not the pricing culture in Ghana is, is just crazy or a little out of order. That's how come you have people selling at all kinds of prices. And a lot of our listeners seem to believe or go along with Sky, who says the Ghanaian trader is driven by a lot of profit. Yes. Thank you very much, and good morning to all the listeners of CTCBS this morning. I think the issue of Ghanaian pricing culture has become endemic among most businesses. And this explains why uh, Guta and some Ghanaian businesses do not want to find Nigerian traders in their commercial areas because there is evidence to suggest that even Nigerian businesses are able to sell lower than the Ghanaian uh, business in the marketplace. That is that is one. Mm. And one thing we've also known, and these are also backed by research, is that the Ghanaian pro- businesses also want higher rate of return on their higher margins on their products that they are selling. And again, I've, I'm not that old, but I've followed the market for many years. And one thing I've seen is that in Ghana, prices never recovers. And if you look at what Sky mentioned during President Kufo's time, when the tariffs were reduced at the port to let goods go lower for consumers, most businesses were not willing to pass on their savings onto the consumers. And now that we have seen the CD also appreciating against the dollar, over the weekend I went to a couple of shops trying to buy some items. And when I, I went, I told them that, please, by the dollar, the city has uh, appreciated again the dollar. And they told me that, oh, this is uh, an old stock. Meanwhile, somewhere October uh, and September, when the city was facing its adversity in the market, uh, people were using, they were selling old stock at new uh, uh, prices. So you see the dichotomy or the hypocrisy or how most businesses will want to price. And I think it's very cultural. And I think we need to have a strong discussion on how pricing should be. Of course, we live in a free uh, market. But free market doesn't give people the free way of doing things. When you go to most countries in Europe and America and Asia, they have uh, regulators who also police the market to ensure that 
business conduct is fair and justifiable. But in Ghana, I think government is not doing anything in the non-regulated sectors. It's only the regulated sectors where we have uh, NP regulating the poor prices to ensure that they sell within a certain threshold. But when you come to the traditional market where about 70% of our transactions happens, you see that it's been left as a jungle and people just price their goods at will and whim. I mean, goods in Ghana are one of the most expensive across most countries that have been. And if we don't work towards bringing uh, price of goods down, businesses uh, will not find Ghana a place to do uh, business. Why is it the housing prices in Ghana are one of the highest across Africa? Meanwhile, you go to even Europe and America at the heart of New York, you can get a four-bedroom apartment to buy for less than $300,000. But you come to Accra here, people are selling four-bedroom apartment for uh, I mean, half a million or even uh, $800,000. So there's this kind of uh, endemic thing that we need to get over it until we do that. Uh, Ghanaian consumers will continue to suffer from the iron feet of oppressive pricing that most businesses are kind of unleashing uh, uh, on consumers. Uh, f- f- fine, you, you, you've made very valid points, but you're an economist, right? Are there no underlying macro drivers of the high price environment? So, for example, Ghana's inflation rate is 40.4%. I know economists don't like comparing inflation across countries. But apart from Zimbabwe, I'm yet to see any country with a high inflation rate like Ghana. Interest rate, the, the monetary policy rate is now 27%. We, Bloomberg did a check of about 15 countries last two weeks. Ghana was the highest apart from Zimbabwe. All right, We know the peculiar problem Zimbabwe faces. Again, you come to the depreciation of the currency. You 50, Almost 60% depreciation in the past eight months. All right. Now, if you look at all of these macro drivers, and the, the truth is that we don't produce a lot of things here. So if every country is uh, exposed to the dollar strengthening, Ghana is more because we are more import dependent than most of our neighbors. Now, should we not allocate those factors more and then probably give a five or minus five, five plus or minus behavior, unexplained behavior. But if you start theorizing and saying it's the Ghanaian mindset, it's the Ghanaian behavior, I, I'm not sure you can solve it. Be, then you are, you are also giving, a, a, you, are, you are giving policymakers an excuse. Because I think the policies they make, for example, you keep raising interest rates. When your inflation is cost push, you are going to create a high, high price environment. Your tax, your tariffs, you want to import a car from U.S. The amount of duty you pay on the car, it doesn't make any sense. So the, the government policies set the signal for a high price environment. Just and so to now so whilst behavior may be part of the argument, it's possibly the secondary or tertiary issue. It's not a it's not a core issue. Uh, yeah, Bernard, I agree with you. I've always been I've always heard the position that the bank of BOG's approach in fighting inflation. It's not the best. It's not grounded in evidence. That has also uh, culminated in how prices are moving in this country. And of course, there are lots of things that government as government needs to engage broader stakeholders to look at what needs to be done after trying all this inflation targeting approach and it hasn't worked. That thing, I think that the policy side, the government, the supply side needs to do more. Uh, government side needs to do more 
to look at all those things. Of course, prices at the port is very high. But let me tell you something. Recently, a friend of mine bought a trip of uh, sand. Sand is not imported from um, Jamaica or Europe or America. But the rate at which the price of sand is even going up, it will even amaze you. All because the sun, let's say that, oh, because prices of other things have gone up. So the sun that we are, God has given to us for almost free, people are just trying to uh, increase the prices. So I think, Bernard, we need to have a, a broader conversation or the pricing levels in Ghana so that we can identify all the problems and then we can work towards solving them, not just trying to pick one side and leave the other side. Government is a, I mean, is a factor. Even at the port, for example, the, how the dollar rate is used and every week it is changing, so you expect the prices of goods that you plan the port to go up. That is something that we can have a conversation on. Is this the best way? If we want to tame inflation, government must be also, government must also be willing to sacrifice certain things to be able to bring inflation down. All these conversations, we need to have those conversations. But it appears there has not been any attempt by the the leaders of the managers of the economy to kind of talk about these issues because government is only concerned about its revenue. Of course, you can get your revenue. And then you end up creating inflation that wipes away people's savings and all, and also uh, make cost of living so expensive for people. And I hope I, that, I, I get that, but I, I, I'm sure the the sand seller will say that he transport the sand using diesel, and within the week you were buying the thing. Diesel had gone up from like 14 to like 23, so he could say that diesel could be the post. But I, I'm coming back to the issue of pricing. You are into customer service and customer, consumer protection advocacy. Does it strike you as odd that in most shops in Ghana, prices are not displayed? And is that a policy issue, a behavioral issue? The fact that when you go into a shop, of course, when you go to certain shops, which are more international, like Palace Mall and things, you see the prices. But when you go to a typical Ghanaian shop, they just put the goods there. Mm. And you say, where are he? Then you say, I think it's this. Where are he? So, who's a shoot now? Who's a be aware? Because they say, we have 50 cities. But they say, we need to take a we have 25. So, is it cultural or can a policy insist that every shop must display price as a starting point? Yes, I think the policy can do that. I mean, I think it's also in the draft consumer protection bill. When you go to some countries, for example, in India, where I've been there a couple of occasions, Every product that you find in the market, they have written RRP, recommended retail price, is there. And so it tells you that this is the recommended retail price. But in Ghana, uh, because we don't have the consumer protection laws and all the relevant laws to police the market, we have left the market to go uh, on the way on the side of the supply side. Until we get some of these things right, uh, consumers will always not get the best when they go to the market. I mean, when you go to the shop, as you said, prices are no longer being uh, quoted on the on the wall until you take it to the the teller, and the teller will look at it and say, "Is is this?" And sometimes even there are some shops when you go, they will tell you that the shop, the price in the system is more overrides the price that you saw at the at the shelf. That's also illegal because people might. A person might decide to uh, pick an item because of the price that he or she has seen on the shelf. 
But now the person brings the thing to the teller, the teller says that no, it is not like it is, let's say, 20 cities more, then it is more like what uh, misrepresentation. And this thing is happening across the country, and nobody is talking about it because, and I blame the government. For many years, the consumer protection bill has been there, nothing, nothing has been done about it, and so business. Businesses are kind of abusing consumers on this on this uh, side in terms of uh, this pricing behavior, uh, just flipping prices around. All right. Um, okay. I, I think we can wrap it up here. Thank you so much. That was um, yeah. Apia Adomako. Uh, he's with Cuts International. He's a West Yeah, they're, they're working on the consumer protection law. Apia is really doing some good work there. Yes, yes, yes. Apia, when you publish the article, please send it to me. Even though I don't agree, I'll still read it. <laughs> you see, uh, that's the space I'm very much interested in. Okay. The, the, because, consumer I mean, in, yeah, that's right. And, and I think I would have to get in touch with Apia so yes. we do some work in that area. Because, because he's coming from economics, you are coming from law. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because your, legislation will play a huge part in it. In the UK, the legislation is that you cannot sell anything in a shop without previously de- de- displaying the price. Mm. So the price must be there, and then you must build into the price the taxes, all the taxes, including VAT and all the related, even if it's council tax you're adding mm. on it, mm. all of them must be added to it. So it gives the price fixed. Mm-hmm. So when you go there, it is 10p or 20p. When mm-hmm. you pick it, you go to the, 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 the teller. The teller is not going to give you a price that's different mm-hmm. compared to what mm-hmm. you know has been displayed. Yeah. I think that is where legislation should go to because what it does is that mm-hmm. it also brings certainty mm-hmm. to the government mm-hmm. because if the government people come, tax people come into the, into the shop, they know that, okay, your stocks say that you collected X amount or imported X amount of mm-hmm. uh, beans into the country. Yeah. You sold X amount at this particular price. Yeah. So this means that you must certainly pay X amount to the government. Yeah, but in our case, because we do not have a fixed pricing regime or the price is not published, if you go inside the shop and you say, okay, how many uh, bags of, of rice did you import? You will say, okay, I imported five. Uh, okay, how much? So, so you are basically saying there's a lot of dishonesty. Oh yeah, that's right. And what is, what happens is that it impacts government's you know tax collection because you mm-hmm. cannot say with certainty at what price he sold the thing and how much you should take from him because VAT depends on how much. So if so, but, but I keep going back to the argument. Uh-huh. Is it dishonest traders or dishonest society? Maybe it's dishonest society. Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> because I if, 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 if the society is built on lies and we are all not telling the truth, this is what happens. Okay. But I am just worried that we want to sort of blame our traders because he, uh, this is for me historically it's not a good thing. Somebody does a coup and they say people are holding goods, they go to market and start beating people because they say it's their traders. Meanwhile, your tariff, your average tariff rate on your port is higher than all your neighboring countries. So why are we not lashing you too? Uh-huh, okay, that, so correct. for me, I, I agree that there is a, a high, we are in a high price environment caused by multiplicity of factors. But isolating the Ghanaian trader and blaming them is where my problem is. Because it leads to a lot of inimical decisions and unnecessary victimization. And I also think that the government needs the moral right to ask for people to lower their prices. Mm-hmm. They themselves, how, how economical are they in their decisions? In terms of their pledging and their spending. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you are paying people as gracia of fat amounts, you've increased. When I started understanding democracy, our parliament had 200 people. Now we are 275. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, has the country's population increased by that factor? You have increased the, the parliament numbers mm-hmm. by a factor of almost a third. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our population hasn't grown by that unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you do such a thing, you increase taxes every day, mm-hmm. and then come around and tell me that oh, we should blame the Ghanaian traders profiteering. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, I won't accept it.
Okay. All right, guys, let's just take a short break, right? When we come back, we we'll go sure. through a lot of your comments. Your comments are welcome on 0549-986996. This is the City Breakfast. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97. Welcome back, 927. This is still the City Breakfast Show. You can send your messages on 0549-986-996. We'll get back to those messages in a bit there. But let's uh, talk about other interesting things. The Institute of Directors Ghana is partnering the Bank of Ghana and other key stakeholders. And they are launching a newly created National Corporate Governance Code. The National Corporate Governance Code. Very interesting. Now, it will serve as a unified national corporate governance reference for good corporate governance for all stakeholders in Ghana. Very, very important stuff. All right. Now, to talk more about that, I've been joined by Reverend Mrs. Angela Carmen Apea, who is Vice President of the Institute of Directors Ghana. I also have Clement Redu, who is CEO of the Institute of Directors Ghana. And I have Dr. Rejoice Foley, who is a Project Manager, National uh, Corporate Governance Code. Uh, ladies and uh, gentlemen, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Thank, Thank you. Very, very How are you doing? I trust you're fine. Super, super well. Great, great, great. Um, too. <laughs> yes, I'm fine. Thank you. Um, uh, Reverend Apia, let me start off with you. Um, who are the Institute of Directors Ghana? What do you do? For lots of people, I'm sure they didn't even know such an institute existed. So what exactly uh, are you into? Yeah, you're right about that. So the Institute is a professional organization. It's a professional group, just like all professional organizations are. And we champion director interests. So when we talk about directors, we are talking about executive, non-executive directors, those in public and private spaces. And we do this on three fronts. Mm -hmm. Advocacy, Mm -hmm. we do training, and we do research in corporate governance. Mm -hmm. And the main business is that we want to have sound governance across board, not just for individual directors, but for the nation as a whole. I see. Thank you. Way good. That's that's wonderful. So essentially, you are the body that, you know, just supervises directors, what they do, you guide their exactly. work, and all exactly. of that. It's interesting you've mentioned directors. So they are very keen in corporate governance. Dr. Foley, let's talk about the the code, the National Corporate Governance Code. What's what's that about? The National Corporate Governance Code is a unified code that has been developed by the by the support of other stakeholders and mm-hmm. the institute of directors mm-hmm. to enhance practice of key principles values and policies that will give growth and that will let uh, will help economic growth mm-hmm. and development of our nation I see. yes so this code though there are other sectors that have their similar codes this is a consolidation and it aims at unifying all other codes that will serve as a common guide to public and private institutions. Mm. I see, I see. So let's, let's talk about how important this code is to, to businesses and then for the entire country, how important, why should we even have a national corporate governance code in the first place? Yes. 
Um, as you earlier said in your intro, it's a unified code. So many countries have tried getting a national code. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the European countries, we mm -hmm. have countries like the UK, mm -hmm. we have in the United States as well, we have US, they have their national codes. Okay. Then in the African region, we have about 19 countries that have their national codes. And Ghana hopes to be the 20th. Mm -hmm. The main aim is to minimize the risk of all other disruptions mm -hmm. that we face mm -hmm. as a nation okay. of corporate entities not meeting the required governance ethics, mm -hmm. principles, and directives. So we have cases that happen where some banks happen to, mm -hmm. I mean, go down the drain, mm -hmm. collapsed to mm -hmm. say bankrupt mm -hmm. because certain key principles were not followed. I see. So that is one of it, just to minimize this risk. Okay. Secondly, it helps to ensure and facilitate economic growth and nation development. Okay. There are so many benefits that it will give us. Okay. And because we did a collaboration with other stakeholders, I'll say as a nation, it has brought to, uh, us together and it has helped us to collaborate and add value to our institution as mm -hmm. Institute of Directors and the other stakeholders that we have engaged. So it's a give and take affair. Though we have codes for corporate and private, mm -hmm. you know, the informal sector has somehow mm -hmm. not been included. Okay. And this code, for the first time in this nation or country to say, it's guiding the informal sector, like SMEs, for them to also know how to go about this corporate governance, guide them the principles they need to follow, the values they need to take into mm -hmm. consideration to manage their businesses in the right direction. Great. I'm happy you mentioned SMEs. You know, the informal sector mm -hmm. is a huge part of mm -hmm. our economy. And yes. Very often when we do these things, we forget about them and think about the structured economy, mm -hmm. the companies and also. I'm happy at least they'll have a guideline, mm -hmm. a guide as to how to run their businesses. Great. Uh, let me bring in Clement. Clement Redo is CEO of the Institute of um, um, Directors. Clement, let's talk about the event itself, the launch. When is it happening? Where is it happening? Who's attending? Who's organizing it and all of that? So thank you. The event will be held at the Kempiski Hotel tomorrow. We're having a whole day event. So it starts from uh, about 8 o'clock to mm -hmm. about 3. Mm -hmm. uh, it includes the lunch of the code. Um, we did expect the President of the Republic of Ghana to be there. I believe he's designated um, someone to be in this place. But then we're expecting the President to launch the code. Okay. In addition to that, we do have our stakeholders coming in, the United uh, the UNDP, we have others from the Bank of Ghana, a major partner in this whole endeavor. Um, some banks are coming in. So, yes, it's going to be uh, a very eventful day, and we hope that CTFM will also be part of it. Great. Um, mm -hmm. who, who, who should we expect, or who, who can go, or who, who should be present? So, this is strictly by invitation, and uh, we have all our stakeholders coming in, of course, those representing the government, those representing the uh, corporate sector, particularly the banking, the oil industries. Uh, and then we do also have our own members who are coming. Remember, okay. our members are mostly directors and they represent quite a large spectrum of businesses okay. across this country. 
So strictly by invitation, we expect in about 200 uh, people to participate in this event tomorrow. Great. So, uh, I mean, away from the launch itself, what other things will be, will be happening? So after the launch, then we now have to take the code to the road. Ah, right. Yes. So we have to disseminate that information and create that awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, even apart from SMEs, you know, we're clearly aware that in, even in bigger groups, well-established mm-hmm. corporate bodies, how to even form a board, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Who gets onto the board? There are several regulations that define who should be a member of a board. The Bank of Ghana has that. The security exchanges have that. So who is eligible to be a member of your board? Uh, what is your board structure to be in terms of looking at governance? Okay. In terms of the risk that we have, what are the reporting guidelines? So we'll take the call to the road uh, nationwide. We'll focus largely on all the sectors, the SMEs, mm-hmm. and also uh, other, of course, big stakeholders together with our sponsors. Mm-hmm. And we believe that after that we should have you know, a better uh, uh, system of governance such that if an SME says, they say, hey, you know, I just realized that we need a board of directors. Mm-hmm. As per what the law says, the second question: Who gets onto the board of directors? Could it be a family member? <laughs> Do we need to have a board secretary? You know, who are we reporting to? So these things are what we are taking to the road as part of the mm-hmm. code to disseminate and create more awareness okay. on how our corporate sector needs to be governed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so talking about taking that to the road, you'll be having what inter- you'll be interacting with a lot of. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be quite a number of information sessions. There's going to be some. Um, Workshops stimulating, you know, the idea of the growth as the risk manager. The IOD would have a lot of training uh, for some of these are members, are chapters in other regions, Accra, Kumasi, Takradi, Tamale, mm. would have sessions there, you know, and stimulate the whole idea of getting this corporate governance code. Mm. We're also working actively getting it as a bill passed by Parliament. Mm-hmm. So pretty soon would also that would be the second part of this to get the the parliament to pass it so that it now becomes a bill that directs and dictates the way our corporate governance is is uh appears to everyone great so you want to take it all the way all the Mm -hmm. way to even to parliament Mm -hmm. wonderful yes we are working on that and we've gone very far yes i see It's, it's wonderful news final words final words this is very fascinating very interesting final words before we wrap it up all right, so if I may set it off. So final words, we are expecting all and sundry to join. If we are able to get our acts right, we should be the beneficiaries of what we own as a country. Mm-hmm. And for after sitting here, we should not only attract investors' rights, we should be doing the right things for them to come marry us and stay. We don't want divorces. <laughs> And then we get a very beautiful marriage partnership going on. Apart from that, tomorrow we'll also see other events like induction of new members. We are also doing the fifth edition of the IOD Corporate Governance Excellence Awards, which seeks to celebrate individual and corporate entities that are championing and doing ethical business just by way of encouraging them. But we want a critical mass. So just as we are working with other stakeholders, SIGA is with us, Bank of Ghana, civil societies, and head of civil service, public services, all of them, we want everybody to come on board. So mm-hmm. we build our nation and we enjoy our wealth. Great. Great. I mean, final words, Dr. Foley, Clement, does anybody have there, any? There's a statement that um, Mr. President Roxin Dogbegan 
he says that this is the consolidating of the foundation of corporate governance in the nation. Mm. And the code, the development of this code, gives us the opportunity to put on the road a vehicle that guides and ensures good corporate governance for economic growth mm. and nation development. Mm. So on that note, we, we thank all our sponsors. Mm. Yes, including... We have Bank of Ghana, we have VRA, we have GOEL, we have uh, NIC, KPMG, SIGA, GIPC, uh, I mean a lot University of University of Southampton. Yes. yes. And uh, we want more people to get on board because it's all hands on deck. Mm -hmm. It's a national affair. Yeah. And we want everyone's voice to be heard. Yeah. Great. Great. Thank you so, so much. That's wonderful. Wonderful news for those who love corporate governance and want to learn how to run things right thank you so so much i had reverend mrs angela carmen appear vice president of the institute of directors ghana and i had mr clement redu who's the ceo of the institute of directors ghana and we also had dr rejoice foley project project manager national corporate governance code so like yeah, the code will be launched tomorrow at the kempinski hotel and then just be on the lookout for all the interactions that will be done after the launch and just plug in learn something new and learn how to run things right so uh, ladies and gentlemen thank you so so much for coming and all the best ahead of tomorrow's event thank you very much thank you this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation years and gaming can be addictive Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.
Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Now, Heritage Christian College is located at Amasaman behind the Olympic Stadium. It's affiliated to KNUST, accredited by GTEC. They've got several programs BBA programs bsc information technology bachelor of theology tutorials for professional programs media and it short courses you can enter using your wasi abce gbce hnd diploma top up mature 25 years or above postal facilities are also available you can contact them on 0547 or 0202 or dial star 789 star 300 hash to purchase an online serial number and apply at hcuc.edu.gh there's a 50% tuition waiver for all January 2023 fresh students Heritage Christian College offering world-class university education and training compassionate entrepreneurial leaders now if you want to think about Canada or you want to head there, contact Aske Immigration Consulting Services to help you discover anything you need to know about Canada. Anything and everything, actually. They had one airport square, Airport City, Accra, uh, located. That's where they are located. And the adjacent Holiday Inn Hotel. Call 0506-012289 or 0241-318-890 or 0595-449054. Or send an email, welcome at askeimmigration.com. Askeimmigration.com. Okay, that's <laughs> good. Uh, get them on social Facebook, Instagram at Askia Immigration, on Twitter at Askia Immigrate. They are the joy to joy of greatness for your journey to Canada. Losing a loved one can really hit hard. Now, the Lashibi funeral homes and crematorium, they've had your back when you needed it most. And they will give you everything you need. And they will take great care of your needs and give your loved ones a dignified farewell. Contact them on 509 or send an email info at lashibifuneralhomes.com. You can also visit their website lashibifuneralhomes.com for more info. Lashibifuneral Homes and Crematorium. Dignity for the deceased. Comfort for the bereaved. Okay, now, gentlemen, does anyone here own a Mercedes-Benz? I mean... Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> We are praying hard. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's one of the things. One of the things on my bucket list: own a Mercedes. To own a Mercedes. Challenge. Own a Benz. A Benz. Well, when you own that Benz, guess what? You can let your Mercedes Benz be in top shape at Silver Star Auto. Silver Star Auto has over 25 years of experience in Mercedes Benz. They're offering a fantastic end of year after sales promo for all Mercedes Benz owners. Enjoy free inspection of your passenger or commercial vehicle. 15% discount on genuine spare parts and all after sales service at competitive prices go to any silver star auto workshop in accra tema or kumasi now the promo ends on the 23rd of december 2022 visit our website and our social media handles and book your slot and how important is your health to you should be number one priority right mm. how often do you visit a health facility 
Well, you can go to Vic Dank Healthcare. It's a Ghana Health Service certified healthcare center. They specialize in kidney stones, hepatomegaly, mm. hypertension, fatty liver treatment, and other things. Vic Dank Healthcare specializes in using 100% natural medicine in all treatments. Mm. Visit Vic Dank Healthcare on the Spintex Road behind the Standard Chartered Bank. You can also reach them on 0549-951-211. And, hmm... Football, football. Well, some people enjoy coaching their football teams from the comfort of their couch. Yes. I know everyone in this studio is like that. Mm-hmm. Now, there's, there are some who like to visit the sweet-smelling perfume shops in France from their phones. And some people appreciate comedy shows that make happy tears roll down their cheeks. Mm. Surfline knows all of this, so they're making our happy places easy to find with their fast data. All you need to do is top up more or get a Surfline device and experience countless uninterrupted hours of fun. You also qualify for a free voucher to Surfline partners like X-Men, Cheesy Pizza, Doman Foods, and Body Basics. So whether your happy place is a front row seat at the Grammys, or you're like me, who enjoys visiting my crush's IG every minute, then Surfline is for you. Top up or get a Surfline device today. Surfline, better together. Okay. <laughs> 10 minutes to 10. Mm. Our messages are welcome on 0549986996. We try and go through a a couple of them. A couple of entrepreneurs have sent, you know, some messages basically lamenting doing business here and And justifying the high prices. Well, kind of saying that it's 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 not high, it's the Basic they can charge or the bare. Somebody you know? saying something that defeats all that. It says you, plantain and palava sauce at landing restaurant is uh-huh. 180 CDs. this is plantain and contumbre <laughs> and palm oil. There's a glass of plantain. Contumbre is almost free. None of the components is imported. There's something wrong. During the lockdown, traders in UK who are reasonably uh, increased their prices got arrested. They they who are the apostles of free market do intervene when prices are. Uh, Unrelated to costs. What about us? <clears throat> so that's somebody's comment. Okay, so <laughs> let's say for this restaurant meal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, for a restaurant that uses LPG, let's just say, look at how much LPG has increased in the past few months. That's one component of the cost. Mm-hmm. You've got to pay staff. Mm-hmm. They've got overhead costs that you cooking your plantain and cooking at home, it doesn't, do you understand? Like, they've got to pay staff. They've got to pay, they've got overhead. They've got air conditioning to provide. They've got, whether maybe they're renting their space. Again, the fuel that they use to cook, all of those things factor into the price, right? Mm-hmm. Aside buying the material that they will use to cook. So I'm not to say it justifies 180 CDs for plantain and contemporary. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. but there are other things, you know, in the price buildup. There's some people who, 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 who feel that that may be true, but there's still... There's still a bit like of... Something, somebody said they buy a certain drug from manufactured in Germany. Mm-hmm. They buy it in Togo for the equivalent of 35 CDs, and they mm. buy it in Ghana for the equivalent of 70 CDs. Mm. And both Ghana and Togo import the same drug, right? And I don't know whether the difference is in the port charge Probably, or yeah. just the Ghanaian. Although there are a couple of people who feel that we are not being fair to those who price. So, for example, somebody says, mm-hmm. prices are not displayed because in a volatile environment, prices change quickly. Mm-hmm. And it takes man hours, that is resources and cost, to write and paste prices. Okay. Imagine changing prices on 1,000 SKUs daily. A typical pharmacy carries that many products. This is why some restaurants and other businesses now these days have digital menus which you can access through a QR code. You can't do it manually without incurring costs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Regarding rents, then he goes on to talk about a lot of things. Why rents are expensive, that we should drill down to the lying courses, which are cost of funds, taxes, 
and failure of government to provide infrastructure. This is me, my point, actually. Mm-hmm. So the cost of funds is high, which you should deal with. Taxes are high. Port charges are high. And then government doesn't have infrastructure. So people have to incur excess costs mm-hmm. in just bringing the basic things to you. Yeah. Then you can add a few points around behavioral. But I think that the fundamental points are the Ghanaian economy is not well managed. It's not been well managed for a long time, and which is why <laughs> things are so expensive. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's right. the got a point. <laughs> That's I think the reason. he got a point. Okay. All right. Let's look at this message here. Good morning, team. I have a simple question. Assuming you buy a bag of rice for 50 Ghana CDs, mm-hmm. which in this day and age, I don't know which I mean, bag you're like 70 or 100 yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 75. The CD falls mm-hmm. and you now purchase at 100 Ghana CDs. Mm-hmm. The dealer stocks up his shop, purchasing them at the current wholesale prices. Let's say about 100 bags at 80 Ghana CDs each in mm-hmm. order to sell at the current 100 Ghana CD price. Mm-hmm. Now, the dealer sells about half of the stock mm-hmm. he sold 50 bags and he's got 50 bags left to sell uh-huh. now the city appreciates and consumers pressure him to reduce his price when probably wholesalers have not mm-hmm. okay so the fact that he purchased them at a higher wholesale price and the profit on it is supposed to take care of utility bills salary etc i want to know what would you guys do what would you have done or um what would you think he should do in such a situation? Mm-hmm. How does he reduce, bearing in mind he still has some old stock, and the fact that a lot of other things haven't reduced, for example, transport fares. So this is somebody who well, supports you can the average, trader. you can average the remaining stock and the, the stock that's coming in and still give a little discount. Yeah. Or you could also say old stock, selling for, or reduced to clear or something. Mm-hmm. There are many ways of doing that. So we are not saying, I understand that business is not like you buy today, you sell everything today. But you know your cost build up, and yes, there's co- the cost of business is high in Ghana, so people use that as well. Yeah. You know. Okay, here's someone Elikem who says I wanted to fix curtains in my rooms. Mm-hmm. I called on a Ghanaian interior designer. Mm-hmm. She charged me way beyond the prevailing price. Mm-hmm. When I called a Nigerian designer, mm-hmm. his was so moderate, is it? three times less than what the Ghanaian charged me. Is it? This is Elikem's experience. So did you use a Nigerian? I, I'm assuming she did. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Bernard and team, Nigerians know how to do business. Let's face it. They prefer to get two Ghana CDs on one million sales than to make 2,000 Ghana CDs profit on sale of 20 products. So a Nigerian will reduce prices for you so they can sell more. Ghanaian okay. traders need to learn. This maybe, is Adam. Maybe Adam, you know, they have a bigger base. They have 200 million people and we have 30. So maybe in their market, <laughs> if, you, if you even get a one cent, inc- one cent profit, multiply that by the volumes... So but, the, but they do it here as well. I think the point is that maybe the volumes, the, the volumes they've dealt with in Nigeria gives them that pricing culture. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But my boss, who does uh, wholesale and retail, says we have a lot of Nigerian retail customers. Mm. I can tell you on authority that even they they still sell at a cheaper retail price than us. Mm. It's a Ghanaian thing. Those guys don't mind making fifty pesos on something which wholesales at ten Ghana cities, especially to a first-time customer, to win you over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what this guy is saying. Yeah. All right, Elvis and Tema says, "Good morning. I can testify to the fact that Ghanaian traders are very greedy." Are the people sending their messages? They they don't have traders in their families. Yeah. <laughs> so all these people complain about Ghanaian traders. They are they are they are they don't sell. He says, I was buying an item from a woman in my area. Then a woman came and mentioned the name of a particular soap mm-hmm. and said she's aware that the price has been increased in the market. Instantly, without any checks, the woman said she has also increased the price. Just, a, just arbitrary price increase. 
All right, Bernard and Sky are saying the same thing, but in a different way. I just want to say I'm in support of Bernard that if the market is properly regulated, yes. Mr. X will not sell at 20 Ghana CDs a product that others are offering at 8 Ghana CDs. Yes, this is forgive. Forgive, you are, you are, you are on point. <laughs> um, Nathan and team, when is GPRTU going to reduce transport fares? Automatic pricing adjustment formula, Abby. Mm-hmm. Just reminding them that prices have been reduced at the pumps. So okay. transport fares drive everything. Mm. Okay. But you know, do you know the Obruni price? That the is price the is price that is quoted for white customers by Ghanaian traders. If not, ask any white person in Ghana that you know. Oh, this they, is Koku from OUV. So they charge them extra. <laughs> Nathan, talking about super profiteering, especially in Accra, mm. on November 7th, I was in Adan. I bought uh, Adode, that's oyster, yes, at please. two Ghana cities in Adan. Mm-hmm. When I got to La Paz, I decided to ask for the price again because mm. I saw a lady selling some one of a similar size. Mm. Surprisingly, what I bought at two Ghana cities was like 10 Ghana cities here in La Paz. Mm. I was shocked. Mm. The super normal profiteering is real in Ghana. This is David. Mm. And in Adodi is common food. You know, uh, it's a, it's a luxury. If the facts are to be believed, the ATD justified. No, no, but, yeah, then, just but did, did, did the oysters fly from Adan to what did he say? Yeah, but from La Paz. But if you bring you the oyster from Adan, but you so you you are not transporting one. You are not transporting it. No, it's one trip that brings you know a lot. Everybody oyster in a different. Charlie, all right, in this World Cup season, don't just cheer and walk away without getting anything. Channel your passion and football knowledge to good use and drive home a brand new Peugeot Landtrek pickup. Ketsy Silver Star to subscribe to Ghana Win 2022 via graphicwin2022.com. Read questions and send answers to score points. There are prizes for the five highest daily winners, three highest weekly winners, two highest monthly winners. And the promo is sanctioned by the Gaming Commission of Ghana and all proceeds donated to a cause or a charitable cause. Peugeot from Silver Star Auto. Yeah. It's been a morning of discussing profit, hmm. yeah, price. Yeah. We'll see about it. We did go meet some as we buy things for the house. Yeah, yeah, you have to buy stuff. We come across Constantly. all kinds of interesting I want to buy fried egg. The woman said one is three cities. <laughs> so if I do if I do in Chibome, six cities. Mm. How much so is cut it down on your Chibome. 